What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish, the King of Kings, the King of Content. And the speaker of truth, yours truly, the notorious one, a.k.a. Mr. Coach Alini, better known as a prognosticator, Coach Adamas. And you're alive in the Desert Storm bunker with EWF, and that is every woman's fantasy in CGA, C-God-Odd, Allah, and the eight-time demonetized champion of YouTube. We got a great show for you today. Happy 4th of July, depending on how you celebrate it. All right, we want to welcome all of the people who are here. Waiting for barbecue to get done. It's barbecue in there. All right. I got barbecue ready to go today. All right. I got some St. Louis ribs slabs on the grill right now. Well, in the smoker right now. And uh, in about six hours or so, we're going to be delighted with some barbecue in there. It's barbecue in there. But uh, today is also Tuesday. We cannot forget today. It's also Tuesday. All right. So Tuesday, we enjoy some, even on the 4th of July, gorditas. And we got to make sure we acknowledge the gorditas on the 4th of July because they out there making a carne asada. All right. They out there with the chalupa. They out there with the tortas. And they out there with the tacos. Shout out to my girls, my big ones. Yeah, man, shout out to them. All right, we got a whole bunch going on. And welcome to Tuesday. So we got the 4th of July. Happy Independence Day to the brothers who brothers and sisters who celebrate Independence Day. All right, some people don't. Uh, we got a lot of Gen Z people. They don't give a shit. All right, they're going to be the misdirection of our country. Okay, they're going to be the misdirection of our country. They don't give a shit about nothing. All right, so um, they they be more likely to fly a a one of them pride flags or a Black Lives Matter flag rather than a American flag. And that should scare the shit out of you, even though our country is built on a foundation of hypocrisy. We don't care about that. It is happy Independence Day, 4th of July in the building. All right. Anyway, what else we got today? We got uh, marriage collapsing. Collapsing. I know somebody was, people accused me of single-handedly killing the marriage marketplace. It ain't me. It's y'all out here. And that's you. It's you guys doing it. It's you guys doing it. Y'all letting anybody and everybody marry. You letting people marry themselves. You letting me people marry the same gender. You're letting simps get married to masculine women. You're letting women divorce men at a clip of just an impossible clip to keep up. I mean, this is what y'all allowing. I'm here reporting from the scene. It ain't me. And that's you. It's the normies. <laughs> it's the normies. I'm here just showing you what's happening. Because a lot of people can get disillusioned out here. You put on your blinders. You know, you go outside. You go to a place that has a family atmosphere. And you'll be like, wait, what, what is coach talking about? Take a look at all of these families. Take a look at all of these couples. So you go to the amusement park, a theme show, a movie, and you'll see families everywhere. You're like, what's going on? All right, it's just kind of like when we talk about these women, these junior college women that are in these streets. In these streets. You're like, what are you talking about, coach? I see all these normal, regular girls doing absolutely nothing. They look bored. I don't see it until you go on the dark side. And now when you go on the dark side, wait a minute, not that one. When you go on the dark side, I see all of these girls over on the dark side. Yes, indeed. 
it's, 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 it's because you're putting on blinders. A lot of normies don't understand that. A lot of normies like to live in the comfort zone. Yeah, man, it's crazy. He says uh, she got a shadow life out here, and a lot of women are moving a little bit crazy out here, so you got to watch and pay attention. Anyway, we got a lot of topics. This might be a shorter show unless I just get to the second, third hour and start rambling, <laughs> which can happen after the two-hour mark because I'm trying to get to my main event earlier, but we'll see. I want y'all to get to the barbecue. It's barbecue in there. The people on the East Coast want to get to the barbecue, so we want to let them get to the barbecue. <laughs> All right. You're seeing a lot of open relationships. You're seeing people sharing their wives, getting throttled. We got a lot show to cover today. But anyway, to contribute to the day show, dollar sign the notorious CGA on the Cash App. Please go to that Cash App. Uh, Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV. And what are we going to do here? Uh, PayPal. Got me backslash Coach Greg Adams, and that's pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, and you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. New, 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 All right, so let me type order. it in. I uh, actually forgot. Let me see. see nope, I'm actually typing it in the wrong place. So um, for some reason, I forgot. Yeah, maybe we get a four-hour show. I don't know. All right, my smoker is getting active right now, so I don't care. <laughs> All right, but if y'all here, if y'all here for the shit, you know, one thing that I noticed um, is that my show – is a show that, um, you know, I was talking to my son about this. And um, <laughs> I, I was talking to my son about this. One of the things that I noticed is a lot of times I end my show when there's a peak audience. It's a mistake. Okay, so we're going to cap. We're going to we're going to we're going to change that mistake because, you know, you know, I mean, like, why would you leave the show when it's peak audience? Like the audience that sometimes I have a show at the end. The numbers start to go down precipitously when they know I got to the main event topic. But sometimes there's still nearly 2,000 people here just watching me like this. Ninja, keep talking. I'll be here, Ninja. <laughs> there's still like 2,000 people when I shut the show off. They'd be like, yeah. Yeah, Ninja, Um, if you still keep talking, Ninja, I'm going to still keep watching. <laughs> All right. So, uh, you know. I'm like, uh, you know, after a while, what I should do is wait till the audience get down like to 600. <laughs> it's like this, ninja, right? Just wait till we get to 600. And I'll be like, well, as long as y'all here, let's let's keep chopping it up. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, man, somebody says, I don't know. He says, uh, you have a running show, two hours, two X daily. I can't, I don't know. He'd be like, hey, all right. Y'all want to keep watching? I'll keep talking. All right. What are we talking about next? <laughs> All right. Actually, the Twitch streamers do that. The Twitch streamers do that. And I've been taking notes. Henry Resilient. Shout out to Henry Resilient. Um, you know, we've been talking about XQC and he's in. I've invited uh, actually been studying Twitch streamers. He's over on Twitch now. He's making a headway on Twitch. And um, I've been studying them and he's been giving me information. They be streaming hours. My son uh, has been watching uh, AMP stream for hours, Ninja. My son, man, my son, my son gives me a lot of good advice about YouTube as well because he's he's in that generation. And he's always like, hey, Kai's doing this. A AMP's doing that. They're doing the 4th of July stream and they're lighting fireworks in their own house. And men are young men are watching these guys stream. They have like 30,000 people watching their streams and they ain't doing shit. They're not even talking. So anyway, at one of these days, I'm gonna just be like, all right. Well, what are we doing next? Actually, what I probably would do is just kick it over to another platform. All right, because you know what I mean? This channel, this channel is completely getting throttled on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. Um, I have what? I started streaming over here when I had 50,000 subs. 
I now have somewhere around 80, 87,000 subs. I actually checked when I, this channel would hit 100,000 subs. This channel is on track to hit 100,000 subs in one year. One year. That means this channel is scheduled to get another 13,000 subs in a year. This is how throttled this channel is over here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. I get way more subs on the Notorious CGA channel than I do over on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. So it's sad. It's sad, but it's my it's my world. But anyway, look, man, let's get into the show. Let's get into the earlier contributors to the day show. Albert Wesker says, RIP to the ninjas getting clapped in Chirac today. What's the over under on ninjas that's going to die tonight? In Chirac. What's the over under? Over under of black men that's going to get clapped today in Chicago. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> plus 20. Oh man, I don't know. Over under 20. Oh, that's pretty high. Six for sure. Six for sure. All right. Anyway, y'all going high numbers. All right. Shout out to Albert Wesker. He says, I know delusional XXs that swear 40 is their prime. Sad. Mm. Sad for sure. Yeah, and we'll talk about that because we're going to get into the article. 40, a record number of 40-year-olds are going to be never married. Dan Galveston, coach, you have to make a barbecue sauce brand. I'm actually going into my brand mindset going into 2024, and um, I actually have three items that I'm looking to brand. All right, so um, barbecue sauce is a good idea, actually. But um, I'm going to get into that. A little bit later, we got um, we got a uh, genetic freak. Happy Fourth of July! He says, "Would you ever consider opening up super chats or even reading demo comments during your Sunday live stream when discussing the JUCO?" Um, I guess, I guess. I mean, you can do it, but um, yeah. I mean, you're open to do it, but the thing is, it's supposed to be members content, so you're not supposed to pay. But you know, y'all can do it. I, I would lo love for people to actually have, you know, good questions or share stories. El Chino, shout out to the coach gang and the coach. Enjoy your fourth, fellas. And he wants you to have some Gordita music with it. Swing Out Museum, Dallas, Texas. He says, in smiling, Dallas smiling. He says, happy fourth to all the vets that Swing Out Museum. Dan Gavelson, in the few decades, XXs will look at this time period period and be extremely embarrassed at the exes of the past. I interesting. It's interesting. We don't we don't see a lot of women looking back. Well, we do, I suppose. We do. Delta Fox, they found white nose candy powder at the White House. Rumor has it that Hunter has been hiding in the White House to avoid being served child support papers. It seems he brought his meds with him too. All right, man, your boy Hunter Biden uh, going out bad. If this was Donald Trump's son, they would have Donald Trump run out of the White House at this, at this particular point. But Hunter Biden has so many protectors, but they can't protect him from child support. Just imagine that. And by the way, he brought that child support case on himself, meaning he 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 was the one that tried to lower the child support payment. And now he's going to get screwed in child support and he hiding from child support. Pure Yang. And he's a deadbeat. Pure Yang says free agent lifestyle destroying the marital rate since 2019. Yes, I'm having an impact on it. Trevor Nader says, coach, I want a Ling Ling so bad. 
but most of them won't go for a ninja like me. Thank you for keeping me off the plantation. Why not? Why, why, wait, I know this is Tuesday. We got to have a Ling Ling Thursday or something like that. Why? Why they not going for you? You mean all you got to do is wave a little bread around. <laughs> oh, my. Listen. Wait, this is how you get them. I got money. If you. <laughs> I got money. <laughs> a lot of brothers struggle with this. I know you haven't read my book. I had a free ebook on my website. My website's tripping. But uh, I had a free ebook. A lot of y'all can get straight with a couple of dollars. <laughs> You're like with a couple of dollars that you, it ain't, uh, you know what I mean? Take a couple of dollars, put over here. You can clear your whole, you can hear, clear your whole mind out. Anyway. Yeah. They got massage parlors for 60 bucks. What? Mm. Hey man, ask your boy, Robert Kraft, ask Robert Kraft where to get the linglings, man. You can clear your whole, what? That's what Jasmine Rice is for. This is ridiculous, <laughs> right? Trevor, you got it, bro. You got this. $500 can change your life. <laughs> Here we go. Swing Your Museum says, I'm in Tejas, Corditas for breakfast and for lunch. We love them. Mr. At the Great CGA Marathon, he says, please, pretty, please, Ninja, with Juco sugar on the top. LOL. All right. Hey, at some particular point. I'm going to have to do it. I'm going to need to stretch out, though, every couple of hours. All right. We do have some PayPals and all of that to acknowledge, but I'm going to kick the show off real quick and then come back to those. Appreciate these early contributions. And let's get into it. What is story number one? Story number one. Okay. I'm not ready to go yet. Doom and gloom. CGA. We're going doom and gloom on the July 4th. Oh, we got to do gorditas, but we'll do that in a minute. Let's go doom and gloom. All right. There it is. Ring the bell on these people right there. Uh, California, speaking of child support, California is looking at, man, I'm telling you, man, California pressing the reparations argument, but this one I might get on board for California reparations task force calls for eliminating child support debt for black residents. Okay. Now we talking. All right, let's give them a round of applause here. The deadbeat state of America, if you will. Okay, all right. Now, this is a fight that I can get behind. This is a fight that I can get behind. Reparations for all the black ninjas out here. You deadbeat ninjas. They're calling the child support laws discriminatory laws. All right, shit. I'm with it. <laughs> cut the check. Hey, man, cut that check. And this ninja down here is showing all his teeth. He down here showing teeth. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. Look at him. <laughs> He looked like he behind on his child support, don't he? He definitely behind on his child support. I think this is some, I this is somebody I recognize him. He's been in the he's been in the grift scene for about 30 years or 40 years. All right, my man said cut the check. Niggas always got to show they <laughs> All right, anyway. Uh I can't remember that brother's name. Oh, his name Oh, he's a civil rights attorney, Leo Terrell. If you're from California, you've seen him before. Uh but anyway, um, I'm, I'm cool with this. I'm cool with this reparations. I'm, I'm good with this. I'm good for freeing the ninjas. I'm good for cutting the check. It says right here, discri discriminatory laws resulting in black Californians being burdened with child support debt. I'm with it. Deadbeat, deadbeat daddies unite against these discriminatory laws 
via the family court system for the African-American families torn apart. All right. And even if you got a white or a Latina wife, you qualify too, mm. according to me. And uh, yeah, man, these people have been disproportionately. I've been telling you for a long time. The, it is the women tearing apart the black family. All right. And so black women, white women, if you got white women, if you got Latina women, they're using the fact that you're a black man to drag you in the family court. They're they're using that in the back of their mind. They're like, who's going to believe this black man right here? And they're saddling you down with child support debt. OK, and so they're tearing up the family with these debts and these laws discriminate against men. We know the child support laws discriminate against men. It says right here. It also claims that the 10 percent interest the state charges on back child support hinders their ability to further finance education, uh, attend job training, find employment and maintain housing because of the legal consequences of not paying such debt. I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm with this form of reparations, man. And it says right here, a report cited a 22, a 2003 California Department of Child Support Criminal Extortion Services study that estimated these criminals that 27 percent of owed child support in the state was unpaid interest, that those who owed child support had lower incomes than the typical California worker, and that such interest required a lower, larger portion of their income to actually pay the debt. Yeah, because they're criminals. The Department of Child Support Services, especially in California, are straight criminals. All right, but uh, it's neither here nor there. All right, it's neither here nor there. But see, right, what you're seeing is that they're tacking on 10% interest 10% interest. This is criminal. This is extortion. And the women are the ones taking you there. So anyway, uh, California, will this trend? Nah, I don't think it's going to go through. I don't think it's going to go through. I think this is just another, uh, it says right here, this is an 1,100-page report. I mean, they're just trying to grasp at anything at this point. Maybe, maybe they take a portion of this and actually do it, but I don't see nothing happening here. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> The child support system are actually theft. All right. That's basically theft. And there's criminals. They're criminals. All right. Um, anyway, we actually prove it because they double up your ink. They double up. They get a they get a title four D court kickback. These judges get their retirement fund funded based on the child support uh, amounts ordered. Uh, these the, your lawyer is going to feed you to the other to the child support lawyers. Right. So if you hire a lawyer. They're not going to make you avoid child support. They're going to feed you to child support. When if you didn't hire a lawyer, you can just keep staying on the run. All right. So they're all in they're all in colluding men into being um, into being put on child support. It's actually a definitely it's definitely a system that all of these attorneys that stay on these bar associations, these cocksucking criminals out here feeding you to the beast. <laughs> yes, they are. Absolute thievery. And they're not there to help you. So anyway, yep, the check goes to the state first. They get their fee. And then they actually, before they send the money out to the mother, they get their title federal, title 4D federal matching funds. They double up and then they send a portion to the mother and then they keep this going. And then they put the rest in the bank and they bank interest per month. All right. So anyway, <laughs> all right. So anyway, man, brothers, uh, watch out for that. Anyway, let me get over to. Let me get over to, we got Stragglin' Sniggle Theater coming up, and it might be lengthy, so let me get over to the Cash App. Yeah, they double the state funds, and they double their own funds to pay for these slave wage workers at the child support office. All right? Yes. And you have no say. These cases go on. They take three minutes. They kick you in and kick you out. And your attorney's not going to help you. 
your attorney's not going to help you that much. They can't, they can't help you. They'll basically tell you to turn over all your information, your attorney, <laughs> your attorney. So if this happens, just tie them up in custody cases, tie them up. There's ways to tie it up and slow them down and misdirect them. But eventually they're going to get you. Uh, they're going to get you at some particular point. So DG Seymour says, uh, CGA, should I leave my gated? What gated? What? And community and move to Baltimore. <laughs> I don't know, man. Why do you want to do that? All right. KT says salute to the great Garrett Gorio. And indeed. All right. All right. Shout out to you. We got XL Pro Services says happy fourth coach gang in the building. Gang Yang. We got it. Trying. D Rock Den. Shout out to the coach gang. Shout out to you. And we got Preston says, but coach. Balls deep is all I know. Yes. Future child support payee. We know. All right. We got Lamont says tuition for today. Let me check over on PayPal. Trying. All right. Let me check over on PayPal and see what they got going on. Uh, but my man says, uh, my man wants to boat move to Baltimore. All right, you're gonna get shot. Oh, man. Well, hey, I heard Bill Baltimore is the place to be. Maryland guy says, happy fourth to the coach of the coach gang. If, you, uh, if you're going to a play, if you're going to play with fireworks, don't drink, LOL. This guy down the road from me blew off two fingers last year. Mm. Yes, I, I don't mess with fireworks. I've never been enamored with fireworks or impressed with them. All right. And I think I, the, the most people I see with them, they're either drunk or kind of goofy reckless they kind of dumb with it and they and i see them doing shit and i'm like this is gonna blow your hand off <laughs> like why would you do this and um i'm not enamored with them they don't impress me that much like i'm not like why well, i can't wait to see what happens like the suspense is not killing me with fireworks <laughs> it's not like <laughs> right it's not like something else is gonna happen other than this thing going kaboom, right? So when they light it up, it's not like, what's going to happen? You know, a woman with big titties are going to come out. Some money is going to shoot out of it. It's basically just going to explode like I that it did exactly what I thought, <laughs> right? Mm. And then they're like, let's do it again. And they're like, kaboom, there you go. What a shock. It blew up, you know? Mm. <laughs> it's like, I don't, like for me, for the longest time, I've never really been into it. But, uh, yeah, that football player for the New York Giants blew his hand off on a contract year. I don't get it. But, listen, some people get it. They like to see it. Every year, they hear the music, and they're looking at the fireworks. Oh, wow. Kaboom. Ooh. Kaboom. Y'all. Listen, I don't want to take the fun out of it. But I'm like, yep, there it is, exploding fireworks. It's impressive. It's impressive. All right, shout out to my Giovanni says, I missed last week's videos. So I was watching Tuesday video on Saturday and you went to Taco Bell for the slow Tuesday vibe. You was all messed up. But um, actually, enjoy your, enjoy your fireworks today, man. Some people love fireworks. My mother in particular, she loves fireworks. Like she still, she turns into a kid when fireworks come around. I'd be like, all right, listen. All right, you ever see those people? They be looking, ooh, ah, you know what I mean? They be looking in the sky, and I'm looking up like, I don't want to take away from fireworks, man. They they definitely are good, but I'm just, 
I can walk away from the show at any point. I've seen some great firework shows, by the way. If you're part of country clubs, country clubs put on a great firework show. All right. <laughs> Macaroni Tony says, if you're an investor, then yesterday's night stream was a blue chip. Consumer staples in cosmetic stocks, EFTs, are always bullish in the down market. They're always going to buy. Always going to buy, buy, buy. Mr. Calvin, Joshua says, Coach Gang, what language would you recommend a man learn in order to level up intellectually? Currently learning Spanish and Brazilian Portuguese. Thank you, Coach, for reading my, I can't tell you, but I'm reading your super chat. But uh, yeah, I would say to level up, Mandarin, Spanish is good. Spanish to me, man, you got to learn Spanish. But because uh, Spanish is kind of easy for Americans to learn. Mandarin is going to be difficult because you're, you're reading basically, you're going to read backwards. Right. So it's kind of like reading backwards, learning how to read backwards, even worse. But, um, you know, for the, for the level up and to be able to travel, maybe talk to people, understand language, communication, culture. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Shout out to Dr. Thunder says you're going to cover the BET awards in 2023. I, I did actually play a video from it, but I didn't watch it. <laughs> right. I didn't watch it. The video that I covered was from Bobby Jones and I did that last week. So. What else is I, I? That's all I. That's all I know about it. And DGC Moore says, "Coach, I am never leaving LA or La Jolla." Shout out and love to the six one nine, my brothers. I know what you mean. You're not leaving, never leaving La Jolla. He's got a lot of breast implanted women there that he has to implant himself into. So shout out to all of the brothers in La Jolla and all of the upper markets. It's a, it's a, it's a vibe. It's a definitely a different life. Let's give our shout-outs to the Gorditas out here. It's been a while. We had our Gordita of the day. Gordita of the day. We're going to go down right here. Uh, let's go ahead and play her. Our Gordita of the day. And then throughout the show, we'll show you some of our historically available Gorditas. Uh, here we go right here. There she is putting, look at this. Take a look. Take a look, gentlemen. Oh, the humanity. That's a girl that's filled out right there. She filled out in that dress. There's more body than dress. All right, let's see what she got going on here. Here we go. Oh, man, boy, look at that. Built like a whole refrigerator, just straight up. Built like a SpongeBob. She built like a sponge. All right, here we go. Uh-oh. <laughs> this girl done broke her heel off. Look at my heel. Woo -wee. Oh, my goodness. What in the... Take a look, gentlemen. Take a look. My Lord, those are. I mean, she almost don't have no clothes on. She done broke her heel. Take a look at them saggy waggies. Take a look at that neck. Look at that neck. Where's her neck? All right, but let's get into it. Listen, I'm not body shaming her. We, we love the Gorditas. Shout out to the Gorditas out here. She done, she done broke her whole heel. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> you know dudes are ramrodding that. I'm just letting y'all know. We laugh, but she's getting plenty of penetrated. I mean, she's getting, wow, they zoomed in. Take a look. Black men are going crazy right now. Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must stay focused. But her heel gave up on her. Fucking Jean. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
Oh, man. Yeah, that's brother starving. Uh, we talked about this last night on my stream, Women Are Expensive. We told you about how much women spend to look like that. Do You guys don't realize how much she spent to look like that. She spent way more than you spent to look like that. All right, and uh, this is what we talked about, the women that look like the penguin, and they think that they think that they're better than you because they spend a lot of money. I'm going to show you a woman who's going to back up everything I said last night. She spent a lot of money. And she's going to say, well, because I spent this much money on me, despite the fact that she looks like the penguin, she's going to say I'm worth X, Y, and Z. Just wait. Just wait, dude. I'm telling you, man, you think I'm lying? You think I'm lying out here? This shit is no game. Anyway, let's go to Straggle and Sniggle Theater. All right. And uh, we're going to go with um, the junior college. We're going to go to a flat back Straggle. Um, and she has a last name, first name. All right. Not a surprise when you go to the suburbs, all these people have last names, uh, first names, and they're really last names because they didn't ran out of Susie's and Katie's and Caitlin's and Kelly's and 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 Caitlin's. They ran out of them, so they're naming all of their suburban kids last names. All right, so let's get to her and see what happens. I want you to think who paid for this trip? All right, who do you think paid for this trip? Get him, Daddy. What's your name? Peyton. Where are you from? Charleston, South Carolina. How long have you been in New York City? Since Friday. And how long are you staying here? Until tomorrow. Why are you here? To shop. How you like it so far? It's so fun. This is a boring individual, man. The thing about these girls, man, they super boring. Boring is F. Can't with it. can't think, can't talk. You know what I mean? You All the talking conversation going to depend on you. And if she ever says anything, it's going to be some of the dumbest shit you ever heard. By the way, I've dealt with a lot of women like this. Hey, let me tell you something. I met a chick like this. And um, I thought she was I thought she was cute. And then one day an earthquake happened. This was in my younger days. An um, earthquake happened and we were all kicking it during the earthquake. And we kicked it the day after the earthquake. And we were all kind of stunned. And she, we were walking, and she saw an airplane fly over. A girl just like this. She saw an airplane fly over. And she said, I wonder, I wonder if they can feel the earthquake in the airplane. Yeah, brothers, you know, sometimes <laughs> we all looked at her like, I know you did not just say that in our Booker T. Washington voice. I mean, Booker T. Wrestling voice. I know you did not just say that. But anyway, <laughs> a lot of them are pretty dim with it. And it's not a stereotype. They just are not thinkers. You know what I mean? And the reason why is they don't have to think. All their lives, they've never had to think. All they have to do is stomp their feet, throw a temper tantrum, hold their breath, <laughs> right? All right, they, and people do the thank you for them. All right, let me do the thanking. Name? Peyton. 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 This is a popular last name, first name. I don't know if you know, uh, for the people who are younger, Walter Peyton was a one of the, he's the greatest running back, one of the greatest running backs that ever lived. So if you think Peyton's a first name, we grew up with Peyton being a last name. All right. So this is goes to my theory of last names are now first names. All right. So let's get to it right quick. 
Where are you from? Charleston, South Carolina. How long have you been in New York City? Since Friday. And how long are you staying here? Until tomorrow. Why are you here? To shop. How you like it so far? It's so fun. How much are you going to spend on your entire New York City trip, including the flights, staying here, food, shopping, and everything? Probably like $10,000. And how are you going to spend it? Shopping mostly. Cool. And what's your occupation? Student. What's your name? Oh, man. Um, she definitely fresh. She definitely. Uh, hey, Joe Biden definitely want to get in here. You guys are saying Peyton Manning, but Gary Payton. All right. Walter Payton. All right. But yeah, uh, let's get into this round here. Joe Biden asked a couple of questions for you right now. Let Joe Biden ask. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, she definitely looked like a freshman. And uh, she's legal and foldable. I'm going to let you know that right now. All right. Somebody now. She's by herself, allegedly by herself in New York City. I would not advise that type of uh, thing here. So she's somewhat seems comfortable being by herself, maybe in New York City. I don't know how she's moving around. She's going to spend about $10,000 on this vacation, mostly shopping. All right. I don't understand people who shop that much when they travel. I'm like, you buying the same shit you can buy in your area unless you just you live in a small town. She lives in South Carolina. So I get it. Who do you think? Who do you think paid for this trip? Him, Daddy. She's a student. And South Carolina has some very wealthy people that has kids that they can support. Do you think, do you think her father paid for this trip? Or do you think Him, Daddy. her zaddy okay, Daddy. paid for this trip? Do you think Sugar Daddy? Let's put up a poll. Um, somebody said her mom. Her mom stole the money from her dad. That could be an option as well. All right, but let me see if we can get that poll going real quick. And we can type this in. We're going to do it on the free agent lifestyle. Who paid for this trip for Peyton? And it's P-A-Y. And actually, her name is spelt like Walter Peyton, not Peyton Manning. All right, but um, here we go. Um, and Gary Peyton. Let me see here. Let me see here. Uh, father, sugar daddy flew her in. Sugar daddy flew her in or mom stole the money from dad. Mom stole dad's money. <laughs> here we go here. Who paid? Oh, wait a minute. All right. Let me see here. Herself. We'll put herself there since she's strong and independent. Here we go. It's on the free agent lifestyle channel. Uh, we have a new world here. We have a new world because a lot of people are clueless. New, 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 new world order. It is not impossible that sugar daddy pay for that trip. I'm going to just let you know. It To me, I'm not going to skew the poll, but if you know, you know. If you know, you know. It is not impossible. <laughs> like, it's highly probable that she got flown out. I don't want to influence the poll. It is highly do If you don't know, you don't know. And it is also probable that daddy paid for the trip, like her father daddy. But, man... Or somebody say OnlyFans, yeah, maybe herself. All right, let's get to the next one as you guys are voting there. If you're on the dark side, you know. Oh, we're already here with this woman. So we got another juggy type penguin-shaped type Latina or black woman. I can't really tell. People are racially ambiguous these days. She's going to prove a point that I was making the other day. 
And the point is women invest so much in their looks and they use their looks to try to level up in men that they think that if they pay if they pay for things like makeup and hair, hair extensions, wigs, implants, booty implants, all the, all the things we talked about in their investment, skincare, massages, if they pay for this, that means they should qualify for a higher level man, meaning she set the price. Let's get into this and let her talk about it here. Uh, here we go. Definitely got to make money. Mm -hmm. I didn't work this hard <laughs> and I didn't invest this much right. to date a broke man. Okay. Hell no. How much you invested? Again, I was making this point yesterday. I, I can, I understand women. A lot of people don't understand women and they want to argue me down. I understand how their mind works. This is how they think. This is why they are running out here trying to get the top tier men. And what they're saying is if I invest in myself and my body, it's mostly their body, their nails, their, it's not the academics. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's, hey, I started a business. I went to law school. So that means I'm up here. And they can look like the penguin. I understand how women think. So when they do these things, they're doing it to not deal with pookies. They're doing it to level up. So let me let me let her continue speaking. He says, I called it, right? It's only a matter of time. Um, people want to disagree with me, but I, I understand women so much. Here we go. A lot. It was a lot. A lot of time and money. How much money? More than six figures. <laughs> uh, no, not not six figures. Um, on my body, probably close to a hundred k. That's six That's figures. figures. Oh, yeah, definitely got him. So she she's lost. She said six figures. No, um, because you know when you're thinking about women, they look at that as negative language now because we have the six sixes. Oh, women are looking for six feet tall, six figures. So she wanted to deny it eventually. She wanted to deny it because she knows that's not going to make her look good if they she agrees to six figures. But her dim-witted ass didn't realize 100K is six figures. So you see how women work. I understand how they work. They don't never want to look bad. They want to look, vir the virtue signaling is big for them. The court of public opinion is big for them. Uh, when language shifts and it makes them look bad, they'll avoid that language. So she said six figures? No, 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 100K. Six figures. All right, go figure with these people. But again, the point to be made is how women think is I invest in myself. That means I need to qualify for a bigger man, not a bigger man, but a higher tier man. Guys, this is why when when these places talk about the 80-20 rule, 85-15 rule, 90-10 rule, this is not incel talking points. This is not an exaggeration. You're having a lot of people do this. Now, for the women that will be like, well, not me. You're you're a either a silent majority or a vocal minority. I don't know which one it is. You're a person that's not aware of your behavior because competition. Because you're like, okay, these ladies are doing that. I want to look good and feel good about myself too. So you end up participating in it, right? So it's hard for you to distinguish between are you one of these or are you one of these? You would have to actually do everything opposite of what this woman would do. All right, so that's the problem. But I called it, I called it, I called it. If they invest in their body, that means they want to qualify for a certain tier man. Here we go. Make money. Mm -mm. I didn't work this hard, <laughs> and I didn't work this hard. 
what did she do? I mean, other than pushing donuts into her mouth, I didn't work this hard. Where doing what? Prostituting yourself? We we don't even want to talk about that. We can open up that can of words. All right, laying on your back for sugar daddy, and then she says, "Now invest this much right. to date a broke man." There you go, right there. So, guys, man, pay attention to what's going on. And she, honest, she's not that attractive to me. I mean, she has nothing that I want. Nothing. I don't like. I don't mess with girls like that. I I avoid women like that, like the plague. All right, straight walk away. You will find me at the junior college real quick. Then avoid. Then, then mess with women like that. All right. Uh, but there are some men who like that. Typically, broke men like women like that. That's a broke. What she doesn't understand is she has the build that broke men like. This is one of the problems. And what she'll aim for is a man who has money but represents the broke type of male, right? So a ninja that got money but hang around broke ninjas. That's what she's looking for. Like a ninja like Zion Williamson that's rich but will throw his money away on women who cater to broke ninjas. Yeah, this is a pookie. This is a pookie-made woman. And so even if you are a rich pookie, a rich pookie will throw his money away on this piece of trash. I mean, this is garbage to me. I mean, I don't want nothing to do with this. All right. Either one of these, they do nothing for me. I mean, I would avoid, avoid, avoid. But they, she pookie made. <laughs> pookie bait. <laughs> she definitely pookie bait. Because Ninja's going to see the big bazoongers, the bazonkers, the bazookas, and you're going to be all distracted. But that's pookie made for me. I ain't messing with a chick like that. All right, uh, <laughs> let's go to the fake Leonardo DiCaprio here. I got to turn down the music. We have a straggle, I mean, a sniggle, fake Leo. And I don't know if this is real Leo or an, a, an AI. I'm not sure. But Leo out here, fake Leo out here starving. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir, brother. <laughs> uh, this, I think this is a guy either. I don't think this is AI. I think this is a fake Leonardo DiCaprio. He's got definitely all the cheap clothes going. All right, but he's going to choose between what women, what woman he prefers, and he out here being reprehensible. Here we go. Okay, yo, he went with the 19-year-old. Okay, over here, Zendaya 26. Oh, he went with the 20-year-old. Okay, uh, that looks like Billie Eilish. Oh, my goodness. Not the Neot, this 19-year-old. Oh, my goodness. He's struggling out here. <laughs> what? Uh, uh. Yeah, you went with the freshman. Oh, my goodness. Reprehensible behavior. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. Oh, Leo's got a thing. Leo's got a thing, brother. <laughs> this guy's starving. Leo, chill out. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> All right. Here we go again. He's like, ah, uh, yeah, okay. I think he's picking based on age alone. He's not. He's going for the youngest possible. What are we doing here? Oh, not the, not the Ling Ling, the nineteen-year-old who probably looks sixteen, all right, or less. Yeah, he knows he's bad. This brother out here. Lord have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must stay focused. This is despicable. It's disgraceful. <laughs> right, this disgraceful behavior that I approve of. I approve of it. Hey, by the way, did you guys know in South Korea, in South Korea, they recently just changed everybody's age 
where people are actually younger than their, what we call their chronological age. And there could be a case because I've actually know a couple of, I know a guy, I know a guy who has been dating or, you know, or at the junior college with the woman from South Korea. And the woman is 19 from South Korea. Now, if you understand what they did, they basically changed the way they measure age in South Korea to the tune that people could be two years younger than they were the previous day. So in South Korea, what they do is when you're born, you're one years old. All right. And I don't know how you how you call it, but when they're when you're born, you're one. You're not zero. You don't work up to one in South Korea. You're one. So for traditionally, they've used these. They start at one. And then they and then they go from there. But they now have switched to the, I guess, the Roman calendar. They've switched their calendar system to where. Now they're going to start at zero. So people woke up the next day, a new age and their new age could be two years younger, up to two years younger than their previous age, which they started at one. Right. Because that means if you were in the middle of your birthday, you can start two years younger. So. A lot of them, you might, un, he says, uh, you might, you might have been had a 18 year old when you was in South Korea, but then you woke up and she was 16 the next day. Mm. They don't went backwards in time. So, you know what I mean? Pay attention to what's going on. Y'all, some of y'all going to get catch charges in South Korea this morning. <laughs> right. Uh, anyway, so watch out for them linglings out there. They they got you, man. Let me see something. Let me see something here. Oh Lord, have mercy. Uh, yeah, it could be it could be detrimental to y'all. Y'all need just be going to jail tomorrow. <laughs> Listen, it's crazy. So uh, anyway, watch out for that. I do. I have anything more on straggling single? I do. I have. Uh, let me see. Maybe I don't have this one. Okay. Uh, why did this one get moved around? I got some I got some more here, but some of these things have been moved around and my stuff is out of order now. But uh, anyway, we got two more. We have a straggle that says black men don't approach anymore. Another one. Another one. And so uh, people will say, coach, hey, I'm a 45 year old black woman. I get approached all, all the time. You get approached to get penetrated. But are you getting approached by men that you consider valuable? Let's get to it right here. This is a woman here. This is from the Easy Reactions and Review channel, Fair Use. All right, we're going to skip his intro. We ain't doing all that. All right, here we go. And you know, it's Saturday night. I'm feeling sexy. I'm feeling like I look good. My hair is freshly washed and pressed. But you ain't going to believe this. Wait, wait, wait. You're not really going to believe this. Ain't nobody going to talk to me. I mean, like, not one man is going to step to me and say, What's good, ma? Like, not one man, not one man is going to have the gall to come push up on me and offer to buy me a drink. And you see, I don't understand why I be getting so fine, because who am I doing it for? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not doing it because I got a husband at home and I want him to think I look sexy, okay? So if you see me out and, you know, you feel like you're a good candidate for me, you know, like, and I would feel like you're a good candidate for me also, holler at me. All right, so <laughs> it's getting it's getting despicable out here. Uh, a couple of points that she made that I've been saying, man, I've been proving these points. They keep proving me right. She just said, I didn't do all of this. 
to not get attention. I didn't do all of this to not try to level up. I didn't do all of this because I have a husband at home. What is all of this that she's talking about? Well, if you go back to my episode, women are expensive. The, all of this is the hair, the nails, the, all the shit that I just talked about. The hair, the makeup, the nails, the earring, the jewelry, the clothes. She's walking around here with thousands of dollars. She invested for that day $1,000 to walk outside. That's what she's talking about. So when she goes out, she's inspecting a return in that investment. Now, of course, you know, we can go into the fact that, I mean, she's attractive. We can go into the fact that she's older. She's probably a baby mama. People can sense that. You know, her wig doesn't look that bad. I mean, and we know, ninjas already know, she's been ran through since she was like 13, 14, 15. We already know this. We inherently know this. We know a scallywag and a skeezer when we see one. And she's got the raspy voice, and she probably has a vape pen in her hand. She probably smoked black and miles for hobbies. I mean, we, we know what's going on. Yeah, she low class. She aiming for certain type of ninjas. All right, she's still trying to date drug dealers, or, or she's going to be uh, this type of girl right here. And that's you. All right. Um, so we know what's going on. So guys typically avoid, avoid, avoid. All right. And so she wants to be hollered at. And the reason why ninjas are avoiding because ninjas don't want to holler at bitches like this. We're not holler monsters. Um, and we know uh, many of us know that as soon as you holler at her, she's going to try to go, uh, reject you. So she's asking for attention. If you're not the right guy, she's going to shoot your ass down. So a lot of guys say, hey. I'm not wasting my time. All right, so uh, here we go. When we talk about the marriage collapse, record number of 40-year-olds have never been married, right? This woman has never been married. We already know that. She's never been married, and she got the 40. What's the point now? What's the point of investing in her as opposed to going into June college, right? Here we go. I'm feeling sexy. I'm feeling like I look good. She said, I'm feeling sexy. I feel like I look good. Uh, all points that I made yesterday's stream, all right? They want to feel sexy. They want to feel good. They want to go out to a they want to they want to dress up this is the cinderella effect this is the cinderella effect they want to go out they want to be the bell of the ball they want to go out and put on their heels their shoes and they want a nice piece of company this is what escorts are for okay this is why males go with escorts as opposed to a woman like her right uh, because they want to feel like a man and got money and they want to be seen with a nice piece of arm candy all right this is all a mindset people are doing this no judgment Let's continue. I'm feeling sexy. I'm feeling like I look good. My hair is freshly washed and pressed. But you ain't gonna believe this. Wait, wait, wait. You're not really finna believe this. You, you're not really finna believe this. Yeah, you low class. Hey, I, I believe this. Here, here's what I'm gonna tell you. This is my first judgment. You know what my real judgment of her, um, other than the fact that she's attractive. She's not ugly for her age. She, she all right. I know she's uglier under all of that, but that wouldn't bother me. You know what bothers me about her is that is that she looks argumentative. She looks argumentative. And you can tell already, she's argumentative already. And I don't like argumentative women at all. I like Minnie Mouse. I like Minnie Mouse. So, and you know me, I like my Minnie Mouse girls. I like my girl Minnie Mouse, right? I like my girl like Minnie Mouse. Listen, you can be mad at that if you want. I just don't like loud talking, loud laughing ass, um, you know, demanding attention. I don't like that shit. All right. I don't like it. That's just me. 
All right. But uh, she looks argumentative to me, and I would avoid her just on that. Ain't nobody finna talk to me. I mean, like, not one man is gonna step to me and say, what's good, ma? Yeah, what's good, ma? What's good, ma? I mean, I'm not that type of ninja, so I'm already out, right? If she's looking for you to step to her and say, what's good, ma? All right, I'm not the dude. I'm not the dude. I'm not gonna do that, all right? And I have... I have a certain type of way that I move and represent myself. I'm not going to say, what's good, ma? I'm not going to say that. Now, if you say shit like that, more power to you. I'm not demean. I'm not belittling you. But if that's how you, if, I, if that's how you, if that's how a woman expects you to, pro she more, this is more a pookie bait. She's 44 years old and still looking for pookies, <laughs> right? Um, if I say what's good, ma, it's going to be on a 22-year-old. That's all I'm gonna look at. But anyway, she's argumentative. She looks like she has an attitude, and she probably does. Like not one man, not one man is gonna have the gall to come push up on me and offer to buy me a drink. And you see, I don't understand why I be getting so fine because who am I doing it for? There you go. See, boy, listen to CGA. I don't understand why I be getting. She's. I'm gonna repeat her. I don't understand why I be getting so fine. What am I doing it for? Hence, what I talked about. When they get, when they do this, they're looking for a return. It's not, remember, that women say, I don't get dressed for men. We don't get dressed. We don't wear makeup for men. We don't wear clothes for men. This is a flat out lie. They're looking to level up in some sort of way. They want to return in this investment. They're not going to get up dressed, going out every night, wearing $1,000 of nails and makeup and hair and clothes and shoes to get no return, not to go party and dance and grind on each other. She's proving my point, okay? Why am I getting dressed up and looking fine for? Here we go. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not doing it because I got a husband at home and I want him to think I look sexy, okay? So if you see me out and, you know, you feel like you're a good candidate for me, you know, like, and I will feel like you're a good candidate for me also, holler at me. Oh, boy, this is terrible. Otherwise, I'm going to go home by myself. She about to go home and do the stewie. She about to go home and do the stewie. So let me see here. Let me go ahead and pull it up just so you can see where she's going to be at. We, we tell you guys, I tell you these things, and they're going to be true almost 99% of the time. So now, because she didn't get what she wanted, what do older single women do? They act like they're strong and independent, but they go home and do the stewie. <laughs> it, it, it is all right so yep somebody said they begging dude i'm telling you this is this is dry begging this is essentially what it is come talk to me come holler at me now why would i do this why i know if i was desperate for some i wouldn't even do it again tonight <laughs> but i'm gonna wake up single tomorrow again <laughs> Yes, you are. You go, Tomorrow, you're going to be single again. I don't even care if the dude holler at you and you had sex with him that night. Tomorrow, you're going to wake up single again. Because your practice. Damn. Damn. The reality hitting, ain't it? I'm a, the reality is hitting them. I'm going to be single forever. That's what's happening. I'm going to be single forever. Remember, women are supposed to be happy, single happy, right? But the reality hitting them. So, holler at me. Otherwise, I'm going to go home by myself. 
again tonight. <laughs> but I'm gonna wake up single tomorrow again. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Yeah, man. Hey, man. It's an evil world we live in. Yeah. It's an evil world we live in. Wow. Great breakdown on that one. And then last one, and then we'll take a quick break here. We have a guy who approaches random women, allegedly, and offers them. Remember, I have a saying. There's no woman out of your league. They're out of your price range. All right. So if a woman's out of your league, it's not because she's better looking than you. It's not because she's uh, in her prime. The reason why she's out of your league probably has to do with you don't have a price that qualifies. So this guy allegedly is going to approach women, offer them something, and then put money on it to see if they consider. Let's play it. Fair use on this one, by the way. I don't know. The guy's name is Grayson Professional Boucher. All right. Video. I went out and I offered random girls $10,000 to do an OFC with me live on Twitch. Now, I don't have an OF, but I was curious if someone actually presented the opportunity to a girl, would they actually consider it? And man, did I not expect this to happen? $10,000? What do you offer me? I don't know. I'd have to call my boyfriend. All right. So um, let me see here. This is probably some sort of dating coach. All right. That's approaching women. All right. Here we go. Tell the people your name. Emily. My name is Lane. Very bad. No, I mean, Maria. My name is Nora. He definitely in the uh, so soggy yogurt community. He definitely in the soggy yogurt community. <laughs> right. So he's definitely not with the straggles. He's with the flatback in these. Pog straggles. All right, here we go. It's Emily. What would you rate me on a scale of one to ten? A spin? I'm not to give you like a seven. Why did I get a seven? Because you're shorter. I like. I'm like. I'm tall. I like taller dudes. You're shorter than me. The glasses make you look nerdy. What's your type thing? I like tall and like a thick beard. Hey, me give me a spin. Lord, ah, see, see, you gave me a seven. You know what I'm saying? I can't gas. All right, I gotta skip all this shit. Here we go. Consider it. I would ask proper questions like, how long? What are we doing in the video? Okay, are but you, it's, like, it's open to discussion. Ten thousand? That's up front. You know what I'm saying? And you get half of what it makes. Uh oh, uh oh. Uh, see, brothers, brothers, brothers. I might consider it. Bro brothers. All right, so let's go back and review. I skipped it a little bit. So he offered her ten thousand to do some content, and uh, half of the half of the um, half of the money, half of the money that it produces. She's not out of your. She's not out of your league. She's out of your price range. Okay. Ten thousand. You know what I'm saying? And you get half of what it makes. Remember, he was a seven. I might consider it. Oh my God! Okay, it's happening. Everybody, stay calm. Yeah. Consider it. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, let me get your Instagram. You know what I'm saying? We'll talk. And All right. Let's go to the next one. Let's go to the next one. Hey, man, this is what you're gonna watch. This is look at these these zombie chicks here. All right, here we go. What? I would not. You would not. No. Why not? For me, I could never. Just because. I don't it's just, it's just not for you. It's not for me. It's not for me right Perfect. now. So you said you would consider. I would. I mean, I have a professional career. I'm a nurse and. I work, I work my ass off. Yeah, dude, I don't, dude, these jobs aren't paying them enough. These jobs aren't paying them enough. So she's like, I'll do it. This flat back right here is going to go. She going. All right. Uh, we already know she going. Let me see here. This is very 
Just answer the questions. We talking DMs, but like, would you be open to it? Maybe. Be open to it? Maybe. Okay. All right, let me get your Instagram. All right, let's go to the next one. She went really quickly here. Now we go into Pogs. Fat white women. All right, here we go. Yeah, follow mine and I'm you already got it. So hold the mic real quick. We got Gorditas on. Gorditas on deck. It is Tuesday. Gorditas on deck. Oh. If I offer you 10K cash to do, so see with me on only, would you consider it? Yes. For what? sure. Yes. 100%. Man, the Gordita jumped right on it. She jumped right on it. Hey, man, listen, this is an evil world. It's an evil world we live in. It's an evil, dude, I'm telling you. People are in 10,000, dude. They would have done it for far less. They would have done it for far less. And let me tell you, man, uh, once you're on the dark side, you know this. This is no secret. This is no secret. They're not out of your league. They're out of your price range. So the idea is they weren't interested in him before because he was too short and nerdy. But, hey, you put money on the table. Money talks, bullshit walks. That's what it goes. And the, Gen Z, the women that are in this video, they will sell their bodies quickly, quick, quick, not without even thinking, right? Not all of them, but more of them will before any other generation of will. All right, but let's continue. Yeah. I bet. Look at Instagram. Okay. Boy, that escalated quickly. <laughs> the question is, would you guys ever consider doing only... Never. Never. You know they make a lot of money, though. I know, but I think I will only pursue something that I have a passion about, and that's not something I have a passion about. You have a passion about. about? Okay, I can respect that. What about you? I'd pursue it, but I don't want other people to know that I bought there, so I'd never Oh, so so you would if it was, like, low-key? If no one knew, okay, would you still my, make... If my, my identity... Oh, my, my brain hurting with listening to them talking. My identity was 110% never, okay, ever exposed. I okay, so... Uh, they wouldn't do it before, right? They wouldn't do it before, but if they were protected, their identity, they would do it. Now, here's the thing, guys. They said they would never do it, but of course they would do it if they weren't found out. What does that mean? You know what that means? That means, I'm going to just tell you what it means. We are talking about the dark side. All right, so we're talking about the dark, we're talking about the dark side. All right, now. <laughs> so, of course, um, and um, so their moral stance is they weren't going to do it on moral stance. They just didn't want their family to find out. I know a lot of women that do that. They're like, I'd rather go. I'd rather deal with the junior college guys than to deal with being found out in public. Here we go. You would do it. I like okay. to travel, so I would take that extra money with my face completely out of it. I would take, I don't know, I'd have to limit it. Okay, okay. But if, like, if there was a way that no, if there was a way nobody knew, you would consider it though, both of you. Well, that's, I could travel all over the world. Why would I do to pass that up? Exactly. So, okay, that's a good point. Wow. So it's just the travel across the world, man. So look. Hold the mic. So let's say if I offered you 10K in cash, right? To do. All right, so look, money talks, bullshit walks. These are your, hey, these are the, remember, remember, I'm here to teach. This is the spectrum, right? I tell you the spectrum. They're operating on the spectrum. If they can do it and hide and be sneaky and do, they're going to do it. They're going. Let's go back and look at her reaction to just a little bit of money being pulled out. It's a lot of money for most people. Let's look at her reaction for just a little bit of money when the money shows up. Why would I do pass that up? Exactly. Uh, okay, that's a good point. So look, hold the mic. So let's say if I offered you 10K. 
There you go. Look at that. Mouth wide open. Y'all future wise. Mouth wide open. Take a look at that. Take a look at that. She didn't got wetter than the Niagara Falls. <laughs> take out that wide mouth bass. What did I tell y'all brothers, man? It don't take much. So let's just say, let's just say, let's keep this on here. Let's keep this on here. Let's keep this on here. When it comes to it, if a guy has this type of money, if you're on my locals, I talk about this. CoachGregAdams.locals.com. I tell you that I know women that are getting offered this, and they go. They go. And they come back after about three weeks, five weeks. They get this money. They go, and then they're back out here. They spend up all the money. Okay? I know this is happening, but, you know, so a lot of you guys aren't ready for it, so I go to a membership to actually show you this. And these are people who previously just said, no, I would never, not because I'm not that type of woman, not because I'm waiting to marry the, my, the man of my dreams, not because I have a moral standing, not because I'm religious. It's because I don't want to be find, found out. But when it's time to do it and put up and shut up and you put the cash in front of them, take a look. Previously, I would never, but the money's there now. Now what? Take a look. Let's continue. Right to do to do a scene and no one would know it's you. What you consider? No, not at all. No wait, one would. Wait, wait. You Hang on. Hang on. You said ten thousand. She ready to go, man. She ready to go. She said, "Wait, wait." Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> she said, "No." And then wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Vans up front, and then y'all you know saying I give you fifty percent of revenue to the video. What if, it, what if it's not good? So you had no faith in your skills, though. That's what you saying. <laughs> Oh, is that what you're saying? Oh, this is real personal. I mean, you, you like you can handle your own. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she want me. She want me. She gone. gotta run the numbers. You gotta run the numbers. So what, what would be worth it? Three mil. Three mil. Oh, my goodness. Three million dollars. What'd you consider it? Oh, you know she going. This one going. If I could stay home with my kids all day, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> What? Mm. Hold up. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Wait a minute. She said, if I can stay home with my kids all day, she would do it. Man. She married. Yeah, she's married. There's the ring. There's the ring. She's married. You see it right here? Let me see if y'all can see it. There's, I'm cir I don't think you can see I'm circling. It's a married woman. Right there. Look at her ring. I'll do it if I can stay. Brother, man, y'all. Oh man, we live it. We're our world is messed up, man. It's ass backwards, bro. <laughs> this is oh, yep. This is girls' nights out. Yep. I'll sacrifice it for that. <laughs> oh, your husband wants to be in it? No, he doesn't want to be in it. He doesn't want to be in it. <laughs> no, okay. Would you guys ever consider doing only? No. That's for losing. <laughs> you know how much money they be making? That's for, okay, but that's for who have no talent. Like they just show their body. Oh, so talent is wild. Daddy Trump. Oh, she said it's shot. I, I wouldn't do all Look at this talent. This he said this for losers for women who have no talent that show their bodies. And shake take a look at this, brother. <laughs> she thick and soggy. Uh look at this one. Millie mouth. All right, here we go. Like you can't have that on your can't, can't have yeah. that. Okay. What are you doing like feet pics? I have done feet pics. Mm. Bruh. All right, look, I'm gonna stop it right there. So she says I wouldn't do it. The girls are losers. 
And he says, what if there are fee picks? I've done fee picks. I've been telling you, I've been telling you, brothers, man, when you I got money, <laughs> when you on the dark side, it's undeniable. It's undo. Y'all need to stop doubting me. You need to stop doubting me. Ay, ay, ay. Unbelievable, man. The spectrum is real. The spectrum is undefeated. <laughs> in the past, I was in high school. I almost. She was in high school doing feet picks. She was in high school doing feet picks. <sighs> Brothers, do y'all have faith still? <laughs> now, <laughs> here's the funny thing. I shared this with you of a man that's a member of the coaching gang. I did a coaching call with him. I won't share his information, but he said he has a daughter who is like preteen teen. So what they call the tweens, 12, 13, who has friends that they're already doing fee pictures. All right. I'm, I'm telling you, man, the world is going crazy out here. He says, y'all need to give me my flowers. I'm exposing the world. To y'all, this is why my channel gets throttled. This is why I can't get this channel over 100,000 subs, despite the fact that I got mass viewership consistency. There it is, in high school, doing feed pictures, when previously uh, women on OnlyFans were losers. All right, here we go. Money have you made on feed pictures? $300. Oh, I thought you was making like bread. My dad caught me and he was like, no. Oh, Jesus. Man, my dad caught me in high school feed pictures <laughs> this is unbelievable man this is unreal what and i've also been telling you they're on dating apps they're on sugar daddy apps underage underage y'all don't believe me do y'all believe me now do y'all believe me now do you believe me now y'all better start believing me this is what i've been telling you i've been telling you all of this shit you guys don't think I'm, you guys think I'm making it up. You guys thinking I'm making it up. She's 14, 15, 16 on a feet selling site. Oh, man. Oh, your dad fumbled your bag. So, so look, Alyssa, would you ever consider doing only? Yes. You would? Yeah. Really? Toes and everything. Toes right, and look, everything. Uh, so she went right for the feet, too. Man, I tell you, brother. Hey, man, this is an eye opener for a lot of men this age. They're the age of these women. Right. This is an eye opener for you when they're on their phone and I'm too busy and I got shit going on. They're studying these things. They're looking at handbags and shopping. They're looking at all the things they want from the world. How can they get this? The spectrum. The spectrum. And then they're going, yep, I'll do. I'll do it. They know what men want. This is why I don't believe that there's innocent girls out here. When girls get caught up and they be like, well, I was innocent and I didn't know like the Andrew Tate stuff. These girls are like, and I got went to Romania. I thought he loved me, and then he put me on camera. I don't believe this shit. This is actually garbage. They knew what they were getting into. They knew what they were doing. They knew what they signed up for. This is absolutely a disgrace.
All right. And so here she is. She's barely 20, 21, maybe. And she knows everything. Here we go. Yes. You're talking everything, everything? Probably, yeah. Probably. You could talk me into it, yeah. So hold the mic real quick. I offer you 10 grand up front right now. Would you do a scene with me? A scene? A scene. For only? Yeah. For 10 grand? What do you, you want do from me? I think you know. Yeah. Man. Huh. <sighs> Brothers. Brothers, what do you want me? Hey, what do you want from me? What do you want from me, guys? Prove me wrong out here. I need somebody to prove me wrong. This is why I'm like, y'all wasting time running game. Y'all wasting time trying to date these women. Y'all wasting time trying to make, I, I mean, there's some, shout out to the honest woman out here. But you even had a wife on here saying, I go out, <laughs> I go to the streets. For the money, yep. In these streets. Even had a wife on here. Man, it's getting tough. So what we have to do, so shout out to the ladies that are like, yeah, but coach, you're not talking about me. You guys got to start distinguishing yourself from these 304s because it's hard. This woman looks like a basic normie chick, all right? You can tell she has slut tendencies and all that stuff. She's been on the carousel already at her age. <laughs> you can already see this. But the average everyday woman looks like this especially in America, right? You go to any suburban, they all look like this. So how do you distinguish yourselves when you're all wearing the whole uniform? How? How are we supposed to know who the good women are or not? There was a married woman on here that was willing to go out there and drop neck. How? It's going to be hard for young men, and these young men are going to be misled. Coach, I got a good one. Not mine. Not my girl. Mm. Yes, your girl. This is tough, man. Do me a favor. Hit the like button in the building, and uh, we're going to continue this stream. I know I'm way behind. We're going to get to the main event here shortly. I got to go through some other stuff here, but do me a favor. Hit the like button. Let's get over 1,000 likes for this information I'm giving you, this life-changing information I'm giving you. These women are now, people are now 40 years old, unmarried. There's a 40-year-old woman, I'm telling you. She's like, I'm desperate. Talk to me. We're in a new age. Hit the like button for me. Give me a thousand likes. So women, you know, we're more educated now. And Americans owe more than $1.5 trillion in student loan debt. And women reportedly hold around two thirds of that debt. Women hold nearly two thirds of the outstanding student debt at around $930 billion. Now some presidential candidates are proposing solutions to fix the worsening debt problem. This proposal completely eliminates student debt in this country. I also found it interesting that 37% of women don't really understand the whole student loan payback system, but men, they understand it a little bit better. So you're going to pay for people who didn't save any money, and those of us that did the right thing get screwed. And the irony is that this is Elizabeth Warren, the woman who is getting 300000 a year for teaching one course. How do you feel about these people here who, who show up to, to show their free speech trying to censor you right now?
right, let's get Super Chats, Cash Apps, and everybody. Louise Davis says, I'm enjoying watching modern women panic as men here in the U.S. continue to walk away in record numbers. Guess the do that guess they do need us after all they're attempting to use shame insult guilt and guilting men to choosing them good luck with that yeah mm. where this is feminism stuff this is a direct correlation of all of the things i predicted with feminism and shout out to the big dogs in the chat i got lead attorney here shout out to maury um shout out to uh, uh anthony brian logan abl shout out to y'all brothers uh Plain, plain eddie says thank you for the free agent lifestyle you gotta go free shout out to shot x says coach uh that that I hate uh, the one thing I guess you're saying I hate about fireworks is that ninjas blast them on the fourth, the fifth, the sixth, and the seventh, and so on. He said, Ninjas sit. Mm. Yeah, man, for sure. They be blasting the fireworks on the second, third, and fourth, and the 18th. Rational Rationality had a Denny's hostess Mastodon blow my fireworks last night. Shout out to the champ is here. He says, happy 4th of July, coach. He says, you've been on fire the past few streams, chief. He says, every time I think about going back to the plantation, you pull me back to reality. Plus, quick question. Do you think that the community women should take a stand against dating pookies? It'll never happen. It'll never happen. They've been notoriously for the last 50 years plus, 70 years picking the wrong men. They have a bad judgment, and they they start off too early. They start off too early. That's why Margaret Singer been on their ass trying to, Trying to trying to get their ass to not have this many babies because they know they're gonna pick the wrong guy. Um, the the despicable and disgraceful thing that they do is they pick the wrong guy at 13, 14, 15, 16, and then as early as late as 20, and then do all of this, have one, two, three, and four babies, get beat up by him, and then run out here um at 40 to try to repair that bullshit. It's it's disgraceful. It's disgraceful. Shout out, it's it's backwards thinking. All right, it's lower level thinking. And, and Margaret Sanger got on that ass. All right, so uh, <laughs> shout out to Deshaun Rose just tuned in. Coach, happy fourth to you and the coach gang. Shout out to you. C. Hustle says, just wanted to say happy fourth, coach and men. I'll catch the replay after I wake up. Working night shift kicks my ass some days in. Can't watch the show live. Independence Day should be about the free agent lifestyle. And if you want to know what the solution is, it is the free agent lifestyle. Big Doe Butter, remember the guy doesn't have to holler at all. They holler at him. Shout out to the coach gang. And, of course, that's you. And that's you. Torlo says, Torlo, Torlo, shout out to you. People stay and listen to you because it's cathartic. He says, I don't think you realize how much we support you. Coach, you're important. Appreciate you, brother. We out here impotent. I'm impotent. Johnny John says, leopard print probably says, what's good, Sean? And the leopard print is um, a part of, if you know, MK Ultra sex kittens and study it. Leopard print is one of the 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 uh, cloths that they use in the MK Ultra sex kitting programming for women to wear. This is why women don't really know the power of what they do. They don't know the power of clothes, uh, perception um, and, and stuff like that, how these things are programmed in our mind uh, for sexuality. So. If you think about anybody that's wearing leopard print, she's signaling sexuality. This is the MK Ultra Sex Kitten. Um, she's signaling sexuality. This is why older MILFs, older sexy women, typically are going to be wearing leopard print, animal print. This is a signal of sexuality. Now, when women wear it and they perceive to be innocent, I I'm innocent. And they're wearing uh, clothes to reveal themselves 
to signal sexuality and then they ignore it. They play plausible deniability. Well, I didn't realize. No, no, no. That is signaling. That is signaling sexuality and sexual availability. Mm. You guys got to study this shit. You guys got to study this shit, the importance of it. This is why women can come out with a plunging cleavage and then say, I'm not signaling sexuality. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous, right? It's absolutely despicable. But study it. The cheetah print, the cougar print, the leopard print. This is signaling sexuality. And we've been ingrained. It's an ingrained in our culture. It's ingrained in our mindset. We've been ingrained with this, with our culture and how movies, music, culture. That's what it signals. All right. So anyway, yep. Red lipstick. Makeup. What is red lipstick signal? Anybody know? What is red lipstick and blush signal? Anybody know? Women don't know. They just uh, start applying it when they're 12 and 13. What is that signal? If anybody knows, you will understand that, that you, you would get it. Arousal. It, it signals arousal. That's what it signals. So she's supposed to be in heat. She's supposed to appear aroused. Like the, I don't want to get too graphic, but in between their legs, our lips as well, and they turn a certain color when arousal is present. And this signals arousal. So when they do this and they blush, especially paler skinned women, and they wear this blush, it's supposed to signal arousal. So if a younger woman wears it and she comes out naturally, biologically, it signals arousal. Puffy lips, swollen lips signal arousal. And these women are lip injecting themselves with puffy lips. I want my lips to be fuller. Well, that signals arousal. But anyway, <laughs> people don't realize this shit. Anyway, we got uh, De Niro Tranquilo says, I had an ex-ex abroad who asked for money. I told her that there was no free money. I told her to send me a spicy video. She said it was against her morals. The next morning, I wake up to the filthiest video ever. They all have a price. <laughs> Crazy. Eric Powell says, glad you got monetized. Well, not me. <laughs> All right. Martin says, coach, I know that deep, deep, very deep down inside, she might love me. Oh, never mind. Where's my rental wife? It's time to do some, uh, do another tonsil check. Indeed. Got to glaze those tonsils out there. Shout out to Sligo as the sauce. Says happy fourth. All right. Let me check cash app and uh, let me see what we got here. And I appreciate the contributions. I'm trying to catch up and do the show. All right, we got, uh, we got, we got Karen says, I sent you money on the CGA cash app. All right, yeah, I, I don't have it checked, so I'm going to have to pull it up. Shout out to Cody Rhodes in the building. All right, and Willie, big slick Willie in the building. He says, the hardest working man in these YouTube streets, and I'm entertaining and shuffling on Independence Day. And we got um, our brother who's never leaving La Jolla, California. I know what you like. <laughs> I know what you like. Uh, anyway, and uh, let me check. Uh, let me check this uh, PayPal here. What do we got here? Okay, we got pay. Okay, Venmo is good. PayPal might be out of control. Let me check on that other Cash App. It's really not supposed to be no activity going over there. If you know, you know. New, 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 new world order. And uh, shout out to Karen. Says love you, Coach from a black foldable Karen. Shout out to you. All right, she says I listened on Apple Podcasts. My appreciations, and you're at sponsorship level, co-sponsorship level. All right, Dylan says, saw a six-month pregnant streetwalker took a video. Oh, did you put that on Locals? I saw that on Locals. 
I saw a picture of uh, of that as well. Shout out to Intex says, why you don't use peace leave anymore? You use Punani. Because I'll be out here trying to see how many ninjas are going to use my phrases. Monkey double backflips. Kaylin says, what's up, coach? This is off topic. He's talking about ESPN, but I don't want to go too off topic. All right. You know what I mean? I don't want to switch gears too much, but he's talking about ESPN layoffs. And um, all the I, I'm glad to see ESPN struggling. Goddamn woke ESPN. Uh, everything that goes woke goes broke. I'm glad they went out there and, you know, now they have to overpay all of these other personalities and cut all these woke people out. Next need to go is that Micaiah, whatever her name is, Andrews Malika. Kayla says, Coach, I'm starting to see what you mean when it comes to sticking your salami and Roski inside of a girl. Thanks to the Zion situation, Mariah Mills got her name tattooed, got his name tattooed on her face, and Zion is going to have it bad moving forward. Yep. Yeah. You guys got to watch out who you stick yourself into. I'm actually here talking about sexual responsibility. I think men need to exercise greater judgment, discipline, and sexual responsibility. This is why, again, I don't I don't promote cold approach because that promotes a dysfunctional, non-selective type of sexual activity that is going to get you in trouble more than you're going to get rewarded. So you're not you might not get in trouble the first time, the first 10 times, the first 20 times. But if you keep doing it, you're going to keep picking bad. All right. And um, out here, we have to be responsible with how we lay with women. I don't want to sound like a preacher. But the best way is to be abstinent, then monk mode, but then have discipline. Have discipline. If you're out here reckless, that's where we get in trouble. This is where we get in trouble. Um, most of our problems stem from, not because of women, most of our problems stem from women. Not their fault. I'm not saying this their fault. But the way women react to us is how we start off with them. So if you're out here just laying with women and delivering good pipe and hitting bottom and going rosky, you're going to have crazy-ass women, okay? You're going to make the woman crazy over you. Then she's going to act, start acting nutty. When they start acting nutty, one thing I tell you is you can't control their nutty behavior. I'm not one to tell you, well, just hold masculine frame and keep the bitch in check. You're wasting your time and energy. You're wasting your time and energy trying to keep a crazy bitch in check. What you want to do is prevent crazy. Prevent sticking yourself in crazy. That's the way you exercise good discipline and, 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 and all this stuff. And let's just be honest. The reason why women are acting crazy with the dating marketplace is because we keep rewarding them with salami. If you really want to know, we keep penetrating these women. Not only do we penetrate them, we talk shit about them and we demean them and we belittle them. And then we say, then we say we pay with our salami all of this shit is ass backwards thinking. If you keep rewarding them with sexual attention, they're going to keep acting stupid. Again, the control is on our side. If we keep uh, mashing in mastodons and overweight women and despicable women, disgraceful women, low-class women, guess what we're going to do? We're going to breed more low-class women. Why would they have to why would they have to change who they are if there's a guy keeps sticking this salami in them? And not only that, giving her good sex. It is what it is. You're giving her the best sex of any woman getting out here. Now, the women that are trying to behave out here, their question is, what do I get by behaving? And it's a great question. Again, I'm not, I'm not going to be just pro-men out here. I'm going to ask why we don't have the discipline. I'm going to ask why we're out here rewarding bad behavior. While we're, and then complaining about it. 
right? Got to think about it. Got to think about it. It is what it is. You know what I mean? Like you got guys out here doing this and then you're saying, why they stand are so high? Because you keep penetrating them. It's very simple. It's very simple. You can call the, the, the guys out here I'm going to keep in check. The guys out here I'm going to keep in check is the guys that keep, when I show a video, and of course I laugh and make fun of these women. I know they're getting penetrated. But people are like, she a four, she useless. She's nothing out here. No, a four or a three is getting plenty of pipe in this marketplace. Twos are getting laid out here. Midgets, cockeye, not me, buck tooth, women with the gout, but uh uh bunions on their toes. The ugliest women getting plenty of ups. <laughs> plenty. And then when they start acting funny, you mean I will she a three? Okay, she's a three. She getting, and not only is she getting that, she's getting like muscular guys. That would, she's getting guys that would be considered top tier. Now, these guys just don't care. They really don't care. And people are like, no, she's not. Yet, yeah, dude, you guys don't, you guys are delusional if you don't think ugly women are getting knocked down. And by the way, how could you believe that they're not getting knocked down when there's an 80-20 rule? Somebody explain this because we got a lot of hypocrisy in this space. If there's an 80-20 rule, the 80-20 rule suggests that a two is getting knocked down by top-tier men, okay? Mm. That's the basic suggestion in theory behind the 80-20 rule. When you say there's a 90-10 rule, that theory tells us that 90% of women have access to the top 20% of men. All right, 90-10, they have access to the top 10% of men. That is the theory. So you can say they're ugly. We can say they're fat and mastodons. You can say they're buck too. We can call them all the milly mouth muskrats we want. We can call them all the master splinters that they want. It still ain't stopping ninjas from penetrating them. <laughs> Especially brothers, brothers. <laughs> anyway. So let's call it what it is and let's be honest and figure out what we do as a result. Free agent lifestyle, junior college. All right. If you still want to Mac these hoes, go ahead. But um, the girls you're macking, and I proved this, right? I proved this. Go over to my locals. The girls you're macking, I got it on evidence. Just left my house talking about. Get them, daddy. <laughs> right. And she got the video. She's like, look at these guys. And there was ninjas all pushing up on her. And they just left. Get him, daddy. It is what it is. Okay, daddy. All right. She left with cooperation. Okay, daddy. <laughs> right. All right. Last point on this before we go on. The easiest, uh, what is the easiest thing a woman can do in any relationship, in, in any situation? The easiest thing she can do is lie on her back. Meow. Mm. You guys think it's hard? I don't know what American men think and men around the world. The easiest thing she can do. Is lie on her back. Meow. How long does it take? 15 minutes tops. <laughs> 15 minutes tops. Now you think, here's the here's what men think. You think because it takes you so long to get laid that it's gonna be a mission for her to get laid. It ain't. If she's wanting it, she can disappear, drive 10 minutes, go drop it off 15 minutes. Back in the car and within the hour, back at the crib, <laughs> liking pictures on Instagram. 
They don't even take showers. They brush their hair. They got a little package in their car where they get the hairspray. They put a little deodorant on. They back on a date within the hour. They back at their boyfriend house within the hour. They back up under their husband within the hour. It's short work for them. For us, we got to take them out. We got to do all this. We got to impress her. She got to think about it. We got to push up on her, break the touch barrier, bring her in. It's a whole production for most of us. It's a production. We got to do a whole production. So we think when a woman disappeared for, 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 for 45 minutes, she couldn't have got it in. She got it in. They can get it in in a 45-minute window. You can commit a whole deletion, uh, as they call a homicide, in 45 minutes and be back at work sitting there with an alibi. <laughs> All right. She'd be at work. You'd be back at work with an alibi. Do, uh, uh, listen, I don't want to give away too much, but I know women that took that. I know a guy, because I'm not here to brag or producer. I know a guy that had his afternoons open and women would go see him on his lunch break, on their lunch break. So they would take break for lunch, go to the crib, get smashed out. they be back at work within the for, for their hour break. Didn't take no lunch. I know a guy. And that took driving time, park, get out, clap cheeks, skeet, back in the car, back at her desk. That's all it took. <laughs> and they be back at their parents' house after work. They be back with their boyfriend after work. So they be, uh, let me stop, man. It don't take that much. Let's get into the show. So don't think that they can't be doing no damage out here with a 30-minute window. Ladies, let these guys know. They can do some damage in a 30-minute window. <laughs> all right, anyway. Uh, let's get into the show here. Let's get back to the show. This is the 4th of July. We having fun. There's barbecue out there. There's barbecue in there. And by the way, guys, uh, black men, stop going to picnics. I learned a long time ago that picnic might be a racist word that surrounds around other people having fun, and then they pick a nick to raise and perhaps be a part of the, fe the festivities. So I don't go to picnics, all right? Because last time ninjas went to picnics. <laughs> hey, you want to come to the picnic? Oh no, 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 no! I'm not coming to the picnic. All right, that sounds like this is sound like my picnic basket. A picnic? Oh hell! No, 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 no. Let me get back to the show. Shout out to everybody in the south. Some of y'all great-grand-uncles. <laughs> Some of y'all great-grand-uncles, the last time they were seen in your family, they went to a picnic. Let me stop. This is crazy, man. This is crazy. This show is crazy. I don't know about this. This is, might not be true. What about the women who no longer wanted to give up their careers for marriage and raising children? This is going to segue into the information we got about 40-year-olds. Record number of 40-year-olds have never been married. All right. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just messing around around the picnic. Y'all going too crazy. Um. Anyway, here's a woman. I featured her before. This woman has definitely got no soul in inside. She ain't got no feelings inside. This woman's definitely the undertaker. Um. Anyway, 
she's going to answer a question. He's, uh, she says, uh, what do you think about quitting work after marriage and letting men provide? Letting men provide. All right, let's get to it. You know your relationship better than anyone. But in my observation, this is the number one, like top, top, top way that women get trapped in relationships and really get themselves in trouble later on when and if you decide you want to leave. I mean, if you have a bunch of savings, like at least six months of savings, and you have a skill and career that you can go back to at any time, like, okay, and, and you really, really trust your partner and you vetted them for, I don't know, at least three to five years of dating and that they're incredibly financially responsible and you have a truly secure relationship where you feel met and like it's deeply transparent, very secure, very well explored, maybe. But a lot of foundation work needs to happen before you make that kind of choice. And I think women are taught to skip over that. And then we end up paying the cost later on. So what do I think is that you need to take care of yourself really well if you make that choice. All right. We'll come back to her in a minute here uh, and break this down. This might explain why record numbers of people in America for the first time in history have never been married by the age of 40. And um, here's the thing about. Uh, the thing we talked about earlier about the picnic is not that far ring out of the uh, possibility. Somebody mentioned gator bait. Gator bait used to be uh, black, little black kids taken in Florida to uh, entice gators to come near trappers. So in our history, picnic is not out of the far range of possibilities when you think about gator bait. This is why gator bait became a polarizing thing at the University of Florida because gator, gator bait was little black children used to entice gators, sometimes being eaten by gators, and they pick that little nick to get eaten by gators. But uh, anyway, look up gator bait. <laughs> look up gator bait, and you'll find it. Uh, here we go here. This woman is going to tell women to prioritize their careers, right? So the window uh, that she's talking about is what women call the mother penalty. The mother penalty surrounds around women get penalized. They get penalized for taking off to raise their kids. And then when they return to the workforce, they can't make up that ground. That's where the gender bait in their mind. That's where the gender pay gap explodes and they can never catch up. So this woman's essentially saying, think about that when you're trying to have family and kids and get married to not take that break. You're going to get penalized for it. Thus, this opens up the possibility that the woman never gets married or has kids and the state raises the kids, i.e. the public schools, and that the wife runs back to work to avoid the penalty. My question is, is this how we're going to continue down the road of relationships and marriage? We know that feminism has programmed them to believe like that. This woman's thinking, hey, I want to raise my kids. I'm going to have my, she says she wants to let her husband provide. And this could open up bait and switch opportunities here. But is this the woman's agenda now? Is this where we're going? If we're going this way, how can you say I have destroyed marriage? How can you say that I am making that that is so that women are being unmarried and men are lonely? How do you blame me for it when they're out here telling a lot of women, hey, don't do this? Even if you have kids in a family, just stay in your career so you don't get penalized. Are we going to keep pushing this idea that women are going to experience a pay gap 
and it's unfair for them because they raise kids as if they didn't do anything that's benefiting society. We know women raising kids within the family structure is most likely the best outcome for kids. And you want me to suggest men get married? This is the problem. This is one of the problems why we have more people becoming unmarried. While we're having women injecting themselves with um with hormones and steroids in order to freeze their eggs, many of them having malfunctions as reported by a celebrity recently that it caused her to go into grief, depression and health have health issues. I can't remember the woman. Are we going to continue to play God out here? Are we going to continue to get men married and involved in these situations when they get no benefit? My problem is, what is the benefit for a man to get married today? Why do you want me to endorse men? Oh, it was Amaranth, the, the streamer. She allegedly had some health issues trying to freeze her eggs. Are we going to continue to put men in this situation when this is going to be a recipe for disaster for that man? What benefit does he get? to have a marriage with a woman like this? That's my question. So if you want me to endorse marriage, you, ha you have to start giving men benefits. And this woman is telling a woman who says, hey, I want to have kids. I want to have kids, raise them, and then go back to work. If we're going to say women get penalized for this, what is the benefit? Let me, let me go back. Let me go back to, let me play this again because another woman, we have another woman that's going to speak on the opposite perspective of this. And when women speak like this, they shoot her down like a dog. <laughs> All right. Let me go ahead and see if I can pull it up. Um, For some reason, the clip is not prepared, but uh, let me see. I know how to do it. I know how to get it up. So this is going to be a Ling Ling. A Ling Ling is going to say, now she's going to speak and it's going to sound like her being a gold digger. All right. So, now, this is where the men have to get challenged. If she, wait a minute. If this woman's going to be a gold digger, and I see they're trying to get my stream here. New, 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 new world order. Let me see if I can pull it up. I don't know. I'm having trouble here. This is an Instagram post. Let me see. Copy. See if I can pull it up. If this woman is going to be considered a gold digger, how, how do we justify what type of women are marriage material? So let's go to this Ling Ling here. And she's going to talk about why would I not want to be in a marriage with a wealthy husband, but let's just say a traditional husband. Here it is right here. She's basically saying this. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. To all the people who are like, she doesn't want to work. She wants to marry rich and like have a fantastic life. Oh my God. She must be so lazy. She must like not be very bright. I went to Berkeley. And I got my master's at USC. I'm extremely overeducated. And you know what I did with that overly educated brain of mine? I figured out the smartest thing I could do. Use that big juicy brain of mine. This brain that has been used in an advertising career, a career in tech, um, international business consulting. I've done it all. And you know, I finally used this big, extremely competent brain and I really figured it out. And the smartest thing that a woman can do is marry rich. So she doesn't have to work. Sis, we simply just don't make as much. And we simply don't have the testosterone. So we burn out way, way faster. 
and everything takes a much more intense toll on us. So ladies, honestly, while you still have your youth, your looks, your energy, the best ROI for you is to marry a provider, is to date high value men. Let them go to work for you. Your job is to enjoy your life. You have so many creative passions. You have so many hobbies. You have so many things you want to be doing. So many things you need to buy. You don't have time for, you don't have time for a job. At least not a nine to five job, slaving behind a desk. Now, in our world for men, we kind of want it both ways, right? We want it both ways. We want the woman to sacrifice and risk. We want her to sacrifice her career and opportunities. And then we also want to, not pay fit, not pay over 50% of the bills. And so you're not only do women want it both ways, you want it both ways. So we have a lot of men that say, I ain't paying all the bills. Or we're having men say, I'm not marrying traditional women because they're going to divorce great be the kingdom come. And then you also want a woman who has shit going on in her life, but has no shit going on in her life enough to cater to you. But you don't want her all in your business. I'm thinking today, the problem that we're going to have is we don't have an in-between option. The in-between option was, the common option was male provider primarily, woman working part-time and or being with their spouse or somewhat of a full-time worker. Women have always worked. The idea that women did not work was only for a short amount of time. Women have always worked. They've always worked at the pharmacist. They have been teachers. Some of them been housekeepers. If you're a black American in our history, women have always worked. The idea that women haven't worked is actually foolish. Women have worked. They just haven't worked to try to get up to the top of the ladder. That's the new thing where they're like, I'm going to work 60 hours a week. They've always taken these part-time nurses. All right, nurses. Yeah, they've always done some sort of work and even work out of the house, helping the business, the family business, farming. They've always worked. So the idea that women haven't worked is actually foolish. What we need to understand is we're trying to take gender roles and we polarize them. Man provides, woman stays at home and work. It has to be a happy medium where there is a medium where people can get their needs met. And what we have is two polarizing ideas and the men, women are going one way or the other. And men are criticizing women one way or the other, right? That's why people aren't getting married. So a man says, no, stay home and work, give up your career. Women are like, hell no, okay? Now, the women who do this and say, I'll do it, we call them gold diggers. We call them apex predators. We call them lazy bitches. We call them all the names in the world. Look at this lazy bitch. She's this and that. She don't want to work. Well, isn't that what you wanted? That's what you're asking for. Or let's just say this woman starts spending your money like crazy and you tell her to go get a job. <laughs> you need to go get a job. Well, you married her to not have a job. You married her so that once she stays at home, she doesn't have to go back to work. See, this is the one thing we need to discuss. You wanted her to stay home and then she wants to stay home after the kids become 13, 10, and self-sufficient to, to an extent. You want her now to pay portions of the bill for a job she doesn't have. See, we're 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 going in a we're actually going in a circle where people can't get their needs met. If the woman wants to focus on her career, we're calling her a name. Oh, uh, these career focused women, 
right? So I could focus on my career. To the point where women are like, hey, I'm a good option because I have a career. I have a job. I'm not a gold digger. I don't want your money. And then she, obviously, she says, I'm educated. And then we call it, ah, oh, no, we don't want that. She's the opposite of the gold digger, the alleged gold digger. But now she's actually going to do something that's, you don't get anything back. You're like, what do I get back? Sometimes she wants to pay some of the bills. Sometimes she might pay none of the bills. So there's a problem there. The problem we're getting is this is stifling marriage. Here's the thing. I'm not stifling marriage. Is that you have these two ideas and you have men trying to get their needs met. And both of them sound terrible. The women don't understand why men don't want one or the other. I'm going to ask you, we had a poll up previously of the Kaylee. People were saying the sugar daddy paid her way with the father coming in second. If you have a choice, because the Asian woman basically said, I'm not in love, I'm in business. The white woman previously said, don't give up your business to be in love. Which one do we want? What do you want from me? Which deal do you want? There's no in-between. This idea of stifling marriage. I'm going to put this up here. All right. Which, what the hell happened here? All right. Hold on for a second. It's on the free agent lifestyle. Which ideal woman are you taking? Now, listen, I know you don't want to take any, but let's just say we're going to fix marriage. You guys are the one that wants to fix. You want the older white woman, old white woman, or the Asian, Asian woman. This is not a preference. This is just her ideals. There's a problem with both. There's a problem with both. The problem is they're all searching. I mean, the Asian woman obviously is going to search for the top tier guy. You got to level up. So if you're broke, you don't qualify. For the older white woman's advice, for the older white woman's advice, the problem she has is that woman's going to wait until it's too late and then she's going to come back and say, and that's you, right? She's going to be 30, 35, 40, 45. And then she'll say, oh, I want to start a family now. Is that an appealing option to you? We're going to go with one or the other. We're not going to play the middle. Remember, playing the middle is what's getting us in trouble. If we wanted to correct this, which one's the best option? They're both problematic. They're both disqualifying a lot of people. They're both not the most attractive offer. offer. But if you guys and people in society, let's just take the normie. If we're taking the, the option, you got to pick one, okay? Got to pick one. Otherwise, this if you pick none, this therein lies the problem. Therein lies the problem with marriage. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. There is no in-between. Anyone that argues that there's an in-between of this, there's no in-between. In fact, the in-between option is far worse if there is one. The in-between offer suggests that the woman goes and works herself and chases her tail, has no financial benefit to the marriage. She actually costs the man more by going out and working. She brings no value financially back, and then she turns the kid over to the state. So she's not a parent. She's not a good employee. She's probably in massive debt or contributes not much significantly to it. She basically, the more she... The more money she tries to get, the more likely your kid is going to be exposed to being it, have two absentee parents. And then last, lastly, we have to acknowledge this. 
women burn out faster than men, as stated by the woman, the Asian woman in the video. This is something that men do not consider. This is in general. But many women by the age of 45 are burned out. <laughs> They're burned out. This woman acknowledged it here. And I'm all about being fair because I want to be right. By the time they hit 50, they super burned out. They ain't trying to work no 60 hours a week. They're not trying to be out here grinding. They ready to check out. They ready to sell, settle down. This is in general. Okay. You will find that they are working because they have to. They have to work now. They're stuck in the trap. So you might tell me, I know a lot of 50-year-olds working, yet yeah, because they got to work. They don't have any choice. Many of them haven't married or they're divorced. They're single. They don't have any choice. But you don't see them like, I'm going to get to the top because many times their jobs, there's no to the top. There's no CEO. There's no managing partner. There's nothing. They're just going to keep working and plugging away at that income forever. Some of them say, ah, hell this, hell with this. And then they start looking for retirement plans. So that in lies a major problem, but we're not discussing that. We're saying for men, and we're explaining why marriage is not an option. Yeah, they still have human resources. Still plugging away, wanting double the income to do the same job they've been doing for 30 years. Okay. When a, and when a smart person would actually fire her ass at age 50 and bring in two 25-year-olds and they would get a cheaper and a better return, okay? If a business is smart, but of course, many businesses aren't. And they just go find a simp. They burn out. They flame out. Now, men in general will work until they're 70, <laughs> right? In general. Now, if you're in the community and you've seen a lot of bums and shit like that, that's because you live in the community. Why is Dragon with Snickle Theater rolling across my banner here? It's supposed to be this. Men going to be working until 65 and 70. If you go to Home Depot or U-Haul right now and you look for a mover, there'll be a 65-year-old Latino man with a moving, with a belt full of tools, with a back brace belt, and he'll move furniture all day. <laughs> right? You ain't seen shit until you pull up to Home Depot and an old Mexican dude jump in the back of your truck ready to move. And he'll move. He'll put his belt on and he'll be picking up furniture and shit. And you like, you like this dude going to move and he will break his back. Trying to move to make that money. For real, you're not going to see 65-year-old women doing back-breaking work anytime soon. That ain't going to happen. So we work until we collapse. That's how it works for men. Unless we hit a lick and we can retire, but we still going to work, all right? Let's hit you with this right here. Let's get into this conversation here. A record number of 40-year-olds have never been married. Okay, we'll go to this one right here. After seeing... These stories, oh boy, there's another story I wanted to talk about. It's a short one. I'll read it really briefly. Uh, marriage, how, would, how do we make a marriage attractive to men? This is what people should be asking. Not what we should do to cater to women. How, if you wanted to fix marital rates, you have to make it attractive to men. 
Here's a woman. How do I tell my husband that he is no longer good enough for me? This is the danger of said boss babe. I, I played that video of the other woman and I tore her ass apart. This is their mindset. I got fit. This is why I tell you don't get with fat women. If she ever lose weight, she's going she's gonna to ditch you. This has actually been proven in divorce statistics. When women lose weight, they divorce at 85% divorce rate. All right, it's almost guaranteed. When a partner loses weight and they get some sort of um, some sort of weight loss surgery, they have an 85% divorce rate. It's almost a guarantee. And men who go with fat women as a safeguard, because that's what men are doing, you're insecure with who you are, so you go with a lesser woman that you perceive will never cheat on you. All she has to do is lose a little bit of weight, and she's gone. And she's going to look at you. Uh, she's glad she... She glad you, she's glad you accepted her at her weight, but when she gets a lower weight and gets in shape, she's going to look at you and say, I can't believe you accepted me like, like that when I hated myself. Let's continue. She said, I also got promoted. Why would I date a career woman? So when you were a secretary, I was good. But when you got promoted up to CEO, I'm not good enough anymore. How do you make a marriage more attractive Right. How do you make marriage more attractive to men when women are saying, I want to stay in my career so I don't get penalized, have children, put them in the public uh, school indoctrination camp. And then as I work my way up the career ladder, I dump you mm. <laughs> like what? Why would a guy do that? Why would a guy date a boss, babe, a boss bitch? And then she dumps me when she gets promoted, when her business pops off. She says, there are dozens of men at my job that are better looking, drive better cars, stay in larger homes that have manifested interest in me. I decided I deserve more and better. So the idea that the gold digging woman, the Asian woman from Berkeley, UC Berserkley and University of California, crazy. Oh, no, she went to the University of Spoiled Children at USC. She said, I'm the gold digger. I'll marry you. I'll have kids. I'll stay home. I'll do what you say. I don't like you. I don't love you, but I'll do it. How is that not the better option for some men? If you're the, if you were a top earning man, because the boss, babe, the work, babe seems to be a miserable option because hypergamy. She's going to look and say, shit, I leveled up. No more for you. Okay. She decided. She said, I decided I deserve more and better. <laughs> oh, Lord, this is crazy. All right, let's get into this right here. We know that they said American men are going to be lonely because 45% of women in America under 35, under 35, oh, between the ages of 25 and 44 will be single and childless. And I'm destroying marriage. I, I want you guys to get this through your head. This is being destroyed for you. We have to figure out why. I documented in my book, The Evolution. We're at the point of no return. I'm not destroying anything. This is not going to improve anytime soon. I used to show you articles where they would tell you the childbirth rate is not going to improve. The marital rates are not going to improve. I tell you, there's only five circumstances that would actually improve the marital rate. There's only five circumstances that will improve the marital rate, and they're on your screen. Feminism destroyed marriage. Oprah Winfrey destroyed marriage. I didn't destroy shit. Okay. 
These are the five situations that will improve marriage. Let me play the sound effect. It ain't going to improve because we're talking about it. These are it. If you don't, if you're listening on my Spotify, shout out to Spotify, send me some money. World War Three, mass immigration or a terrorism act. All right. Plague and disease or religious awakening and an economic collapse of epic proportion. That's that's the only way this improves. <laughs> we got to go all the way back. If we don't have any of this and we we're on the brink of all of this, by the way, we've already been presented with these. And people made course correct. These are called course correcting events. This is the only way it improves. And this is going to take generations. I'm not going, it's going to have to reset. But the mindset we have today, especially with Gen Z become adult, an adults, forget it. They're not going to be the generation to um, bring any of this marriage back. And as a result, guess what? They showed you. Within the next seven years, forget it. Marriage is just not an attractive option for men specifically, but women as well. It's not. If you want to fix it, you guys got to fix the mindset. We have to have a reset. We got to have an emergency. We got to have new people coming in across the borders. Um, we got to have new people coming across the borders in the millions. We have to have waves of new people, waves of new mindsets. We can't recorrect this mindset. According to this, America's Lonely Male Heart Club. Nope. I show you videos. It's not the lonely men out here. It's the lonely women. Record 63% of men in their 20s are single, almost double the number of women. And they're purporting, and I'm just refreshing you so when I get to the article, about 40-year-old people. How do you have 63% of men purporting to be single? They said alone. We're going to say single. In the age group of 18 to 30, but only 34% of the women in the same gr age group have that op. How in the hell? I don't understand how this is even mathematically possible, but math is not my strong suit. Tell me how this is possible. You take the same age category, 18 to 30, and you say... For the women, which one are you single? 34%. Of the males, which one are you single? Okay. This tells me something's off. All right. This tells me, this tells me women are dating older men. Women have, they're sharing men. They think they have a boyfriend, but that boyfriend has five girls. We got poly, sugar babies. We got strippers. We got OnlyFans girls. We got uh, poly, uh, polygyny, polyamory. We got reading rainbow. We got reading rainbow shit going on. Okay, it doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. So if we have at the at the early ages of potential marriage, let's go back. The other the early ages of potential marriage, 18 to 29, the women are sharing men. The women are lick em low lovers. The women are sugar babies. The women are only fans girls. The women are in these streets. How is marriage going to correct? How? What? The top tier men are winning if you want to have these talking points. How? You guys got to explain this shit to me because you guys want me to fix it. 
You guys want me to act ignorant and blind, deaf, dumb, and blind like you are. You saying I'm depressing. How in the hell am I depressing you when your reality is depressing? I ain't the one depressing you. I'm, I'm showing you. <laughs> I'm showing you. Let's get to this right here because it gets, oh, man, they deleted a video that I was going to share. All right. Well, that's okay. They knew I was going to share it. But let's take you to this number right here. Okay. We'll read it. We'll read it. Because this doesn't correct in the 40s. So you got a lot of women saying, hey, 18 to 30, I'm going to party. And then I'm going to find a guy later on and I'm going to get married. And that's you. And it's not happening. They're running into the brick wall. They're running into the fertility wall. They're running into the financial wall. They're not getting married. According to new, it says right here, a record number of 40-year-olds have never been married. According to new analysts of the Census Bureau, Data by Pew Research Center, a record number of 40-year-old Americans have never been married, reaching a record high in 2021. So the women that are saying, focus on your career. Hold on for a second. So I could focus on my career. Focus on your career, then get married when you're 39, 35, 40, 45. It's not working. A quarter of a quarter of 40-year-olds, a quarter, if you guys don't know, that would be 25%. All right, I know that. Oh, 40 year olds in the United States have never been married. Pew Research reported on June 28th. This is a new report. Most live alone, with just 22% of never married 40 to 44 year olds living with the romantic partner. So we have the no marriage plus the living with the romantic partner. Most of the time, this partner is new in their lives. The findings reveal a downward trend of delaying marriage and foregoing it altogether among people born during or after the 1960s. According to the report, in the 1980s, only 6% of 40-year-olds have never been married. That increased by 5% points per decade until 2021. So let's get this straight. You're saying I ruined marriage by coming on the YouTube. When it's already been going downhill, it's already been. It's already gone. It's already dying. It's already it's already an institution that people look differently about. Just as a just as a means to tell you again. In 1980, only six percent of 40 year olds have never been married. Compared to today, we're at 25%. We have the record. We have the, we have the information that by 2030, seven years from now, you're going to have a record number of single, unchild women. And you're saying CGA ruined it. <laughs> right? I didn't ruin a damn thing. Let's see if I can get a little bit more data off of this. I did nothing. I'm just giving men another alternative. The alternative is the free agent lifestyle. That's all I'm doing. If you're going to hope over here, I don't know what to tell you. It says right here, the trend is notable because the share of 40-year-olds who have been completed, who have completed at least a bachelor's degree was much higher in 2021 than in 1980. So we have the never married educated people. Now it goes up the number of educated, at least a bachelor's degree, 40-year-olds. So the women, I got a degree. 
your number went up to 39%. Wow. So is it, remember, uh, 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 <laughs> it's just, so being this woman is not helping. And graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language pathology. The boss babe educated approach is not working. But I'm going to focus on my career and then marry, hell, marry a guy ain't working. And that's you. Wow. Anybody, I this is I am, this is eye opening. It says right here, uh, more highly educated 40 year olds. And it says right here are more likely to have married. But the growth of this group has not reversed the overall trend of delaying and foregoing marriage. The Pew report found that 40%, I'm sorry, 40 year old men were more likely to not have been married than women in 2021, with 28% of men and 22% of women falling in this category. Why are, uh, let me do this. The Pew analysts noted that many unmarried 40 year olds in previous decades ultimately married later in life. In the previous decades, about one in four of the 40 year olds who have not yet married in 2001 had wed by the time they turned 60. But we're seeing that decline. Why is that declining? All right, because marriage was really pushed hard until, you know, right around the 2000s. And once, once you got to 2005, it was probably not as much. And certainly by 2010, not as much. Why do you say that happens? Okay. Okay. Why do you say that happens? I think, <laughs> I think here's the thing. What's happening is men figured it out. They're like, hell with that. Hell with that. Men have got information. Men have become informed. Not only that, people underestimate men. You have the economic crash. But ladies, if there, there are women that watch me, there might be some single women that wondering what's going on in their lives. I'm going to tell you, the one of the reasons why men over their 40s are a bad target. Number one, sex becomes easier for them to attain. In your 20s, you don't have in general, men don't have can men cannot easily attain sex. They can't obtain it. So many men have to get married or actually commit and get in relationships to get available sex. That's number one. Number two, our testosterone levels drop. Like crazy. So we're not as dumb about sex anymore. There are some men that are still desperate and dumb, but the numbers decline steadily going into your 40s. So a woman that says, I'm going to wait until my 40s and get my career started, get my degree, get my job, get my promotion, then I'll marry a guy. The problem is the guys that they want to marry aren't dumb, young, dumb, and full of cum anymore. They not stupid. The big head started out thinking the little head. They've already had adventurous sex. They've already had multiple sex partners. They've already fulfilled their fantasies. So they're not going to put on the line for sex. And especially they're not going to put on the line for sex for a 40-year-old woman. They're going to do it for a 26-year-old woman, but not a 40. So they're not stupid no more. They can't be manipulated that easily like a man in his 20s, a man in his early 20s. He can't get manipulated that much. So they have that problem that they're not staring in their face. The woman that stood here and said, we'll just go ahead and show her again. This woman right here, I'm going to flash her up on the screen. This woman. Okay. 
She said, how come guys aren't approaching me? Well, she's in her 40s. She wants men around her age to approach her. He's already had women like this. She's already had multiple men. He's not that desperate for a woman like this anymore. Can he use her? Yes. He's not that desperate. So what worked for her 15 years ago ain't working no more. Yes, I can use you for that, but it's all used up. I can use you. I can, but no commitment. No uh, approaching, you no. Uh jumping through hoops and hurdles. No asking you for a date. No, mm. he not paying for that high mileage ass. No, he's just not going to be swayed that way. And the recipe for disaster for women who think get your shit straight first buy your house, get your job, get your degree get your promotion, and then come backwards and find you a guy, it's not working. And the data proves it. I just proved it with the data. They said that don't work. It's not working for a large percentage of people. Thus, we have record number. Don't be mad at me. The data is the data. Y'all don't want to be mad at the data. Y'all don't want to listen. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll read it again to show you. 39%, and this is mostly men and a lot of women. 30% uh, of 40-year-olds who had completed at least a bachelor's degree were least likely to get married. Mm. What? What are we talking about here? The Pew report found that 40-year-old... Okay, I read that one. The Pew... Uh, I read that one already. If this pattern continues, the research center predicts that a similar share of never-married 40-year-olds would also get married in the coming years. The research... Um, so they would get married coming up. The research center conducted the analysis to look at how marriage rates have changed among 40-year-olds in the United States. The report comes as birth rates and marriage rates in the United States have declined for decades. Meanwhile, a 2022 report from the University of Virginia National Marriage Project found that median age of first marriage has increased over the last 50 years. In the 1970s, the median age was 23 to about age 30 in the year 2021 for men and from 21 in 1970s to 28 for women in 2021. Now, let's go back to this one because they said people who didn't, who didn't get married in their 40s might get married in the coming years. They follow up with this. But a late marriage may not necessarily mean a better one. Mm. Y'all had hope for a second. Y'all had hope, didn't you? Because they said you didn't get married in your 40s. Well, in your 50s, you get married, but not so fast. Mm. A later marriage may not necessarily mean a better one. 81% of husbands who married earlier said they were satisfied in their marriages compared to 71% of those married Later, there were similar results among the women, though a small difference. 73% of earlier married women were satisfied and a lower percentage, 70% were later satisfied. So later does not mean greater when it comes to this. Now, we'll stop it right there because that's enough reading for me. Okay, but you're seeing it right here in front of you. And we don't have much choice. There's men looking for a certain thing. They're not getting it. They're not getting their expectations met. 
there's women looking for a certain thing. They're not getting their expectations met. So we're seeing a delayed marriage. We're seeing delayed childbirth. We're seeing lower the birth rates. We're seeing more divorce. They didn't even talk about divorces here, which is a whole nother category. My question to you, well, with this data, do you continue to blame me and the people in the red pill space? Do you continue to blame the manosphere? Do you continue to blame incels, single men, lonely men, or do you believe the data? Are women going to keep holding the line of saying, we're going to focus on our careers. We're going to marry later. We're not going to be susceptible to hypergamy and we're not going to divorce. Or guys, do you pivot to the gold diggers that you at least get what you want, be exposed to what they give? There's really no middle. There's really no middle. And 86% of the men said they were going to go with the so-called gold digger over the woman who had her career. I want you to think about that. This career woman thing, and anyone, is there any men, you can speak up, Um, is there any men that would prefer a career woman? I'll do a poll. I'm going to end the poll. Now, when I say career woman, I'm not talking about a woman with a job. I'm talking about a boss bitch, like she works 60 hours a week, brings home the bacon, and makes you fry it up in the pan, all right? She out-earns you double. First of all, you're not going to find a woman like this. I mean, the most of us are not going to find a woman like this. Okay? Because statistically, they're not going to marry you. Do you prefer a career? I'm talking about 60 hours a week, hustling, grinding, um, going to work until 60. You're going to, if you have kids, are you going to stay at home and raise them? This is my question. No, no 50-50. No 50-50. She pays all the bills. <laughs> First of all, this is an impossible woman. There's no 50-50. She's going to tell you how to shift your salami while it's inside of her. She's going to come in and tell you, you're not doing 50% of the housework. You're doing the majority of it. You're the stay-at-home dad. You drop the kids off from school. This is a career-oriented woman. She's going to progress to this into her 40s and 50s. There's some ninjas that will take a woman that buy, buys them a PlayStation. So we know there's men out here like this. All right. All he needs is a PlayStation. For some reason, I couldn't see the other channel. We're not talking about a 50-50 woman. We're talking about a primary earner as a married woman. No, not y'all to see. He says, as a sex buddy, no, we're talking about primary earner wife. Where you have children and you are the one who's going to fill in the gap because she in the next 30 years is going to climb that ladder. Are you doing that? Doctors, lawyers and shit like that. Are, are you doing it? Are you doing it in your prime years, meaning that she's going to have your babies, not when you're an old-ass man? <laughs> Somebody says, talk about if you're in business together, all right? If you're in business together. I never would do business with a wife, ever, ever. All right, shout out to Half Space Wheel Travel. Depends on how much money I make, but I can't trust women, all right? So... You would do it, but you don't, you know, you're making it dependent. Loud Pockets says, guess what? I have smoking in my Traeger. 
Coachy, shout out to you. You got that barbecue out there smoking it's barbecue in the trailer. Yes. Karen, shout out to Karen. You know, when the ladies donate, I'll be having a look. All right. Uh-huh. Yeah, bring your ass. All right, here we go. Tit toes up. Let me see here. We got 93% say no. Interesting. Shout out to Karen. I got. I think I got you over there. Let's go Super Chats and PayPal's back to back. Back to back. Oh, man, somebody uh, didn't donate. They donated, didn't donate. All right, shout out to Eric says, glad oh, I got this one already. Sligo is a saw. Shout out to you, CGA's only Asian female live stream watcher. Hardest working man in the industry. Go. Happy 4th of July. Shout out to you. Chat 84 says, Coach, you are a modern day prophet. I've tested your principles and you were always proven right. Thank you for the knowledge. Appreciate you. I don't give you hope over here. I never want a guy to depend on hope. I think hope is a weakness. Um, I will say prayer is a weakness for a lot of people because people pray for the wrong reasons. If you believe in prayer, fine. But people pray to the Lord when their ass is in trouble and then they want the Lord to bail them out. I don't agree with that. Don't depend on hope and prayer on that level. What you need to do is see what's real and then work to make whatever reality you want to exist work. But to go out here and be like, I hope I find me a woman. That's it. I hope I can find, man, this is actually disgraceful. It's a weakness. Shit is weak. You got to actually take, you got to take your two hands and your two feet and you got to get the damn stepping out here. And the reason why, listen, the reason why I actually can back up everything that I say against people who are theory, they're, they're using theories, they're using tactics and strategy. See, tactics and strategy is not real. It's not realer than what I can tell you. I'm telling you what's real. Tactics and strategy have something called a variable, right? If they teach you a tactic or a strategy and they say cold approach and spin plates and they say, they say, um, you know, um, you know, uh, you know, mode one, it, these are tactics and strategies that are dependent on the variable, which is the woman. The woman is the variable in all actions. I remove the woman and I'm controlling the majority of what goes on in my life. And then I can add the woman as I see fit. But I cannot control her. She's non-controllable in today's world. So as a result, I can control my entry and I can control my exit. It's all dependent on me. I take her out of the equation. Right? And then whatever she wants to contribute, she can contribute within this window. But at, other than that, no, nah, I take the variable out and I depend on what's real because you can't depend on women today. You cannot, cannot. And yeah, they be trying to own women. Stop trying to own them and control them. I think it's a recipe for the disaster. Own and control you, as my brother said, KJ, own and control you and let her follow. As she does not follow, dismiss. Where are we at? Noel. Says happy fourth coach. I'm listening to you while smoking baby back ribs on the grill. The CGA way. I have that fill the grill dry rub and the applesauce. Shout out to you, brother, man. Them ribs going to be good. Okay. Um, What do we got here? We got Porsche specialist. One girl handed me my phone while she was on top of me. Told me to record it. I've known her for two weeks. The dark side is undefeated, coach. 
man, we have the spirit of Jezebel going on. Go back to my streams if you have today. I won't be here this evening. I've been telling you we're in the spirit of the Jezebel today. We're in the spirit of Lilith. And they're telling you they're in the spirit of Lilith. Everything they show you, wear, attire, markings, tattoos, earrings, hairstyles, they're in their spirit of Lilith. That is not a spirit you want to be under control. That is an influential spirit that is being controlled by someone else, another spirit that you have no power over. Thus, women are exposed to debaucherous activity and they want to be recorded. They want to be throttled. They want to be sexually exploited. They want to sexually objectify themselves. Not all of them, but a greater majority of it. Look at black women. Look at this. What is that black woman's name? She's a rapper talking about her booty hole brown, but her stink is pink. Like, it's going to be hard to reel them back in. It's going to be hard to reel them back in. And women are actually thinking that this re represents sexual freedom. It's not coming back. Pound Town is the song that, that's going on there. Man, we Sexy Red is her name. Man, what, we doing, what are we doing, man? It's too far gone. And, and we had this music for a long time. It's just the, now the um, we're, we're going down a uh, shame spiral at this point. Shout out to Mystical Free Agent, CGA. Knuckle draggers and drifters have no time for data that is not from science. So, yeah, CGA is to blame for the things not in your control and that started while you were a child. And he says, he says the Marxist mindset has no lower limits. Indeed. So they're not going to. Yeah, I can show you all the data and statistics all you want. They ain't going to put up with it. Shout out to our brother here named. Mr. Green, he says, Coach, I'm a 26-year-old superintendent for a large utility company in the South Louisiana specific. I make around over six figures a year and do well by myself. You have changed my life, brother. Thank you for everything that you do to save us. You save lives, free agent lifestyle, and we do this for life. And I'm going to tell you, I would love to be down at the junior college down in Louisiana. Boy, they got some things down there, brothers. It's wide open. Here I'm in Vegas. I'm here with these swamp rats, these desert rats. It gets kind of depressing with these desert rats. And no, Las Vegas does not have attractive women here. I don't care what you say, but shout out to you and congratulations on your success. Okay, people will be like, the hottest chicks are in Vegas. No, they are not. They don't live here. They're here, but they don't live here. Shout out to Rodrigo Da Silva. If she is a career woman, then she is always showing you she won't prioritize your marriage. That is the trap by itself. No way in hell that I'm marrying that. I got a question. What if it's the other way around? What if you're the career man? Are you prioritizing your marriage? Think about it. The reality is most men who choose to be what they call, and Rodrigo De Silva's right, most men that choose to be breadwinners, overwhelmingly sacrifice significantly for their family. Many times, now, this doesn't mean he doesn't cheat. I'm just letting y'all know. Ladies always trying to say, but he's going to cheat on me. Ladies, he's going to cheat on you regardless. Ninja, I'm just, that's the least of your concerns of him cheating. Is he spending money on these hoes? That should be what your problem is. Ninja's going to get his salami wet. <laughs> You ain't going to stop nobody from getting no salami wet. I'm just letting y'all tell me. But listen, if you want to destroy the whole thing because I piped down a junior college girl, that's your that's your business. 
<laughs> All right. But anyway, my buddy going to have penetration with another woman. Well, you ain't hitting. You ain't giving me nothing. Well, let me stop. Let me stop. These I'm, I'm losing the women as I speak. They're like, no, I don't want that. But listen. Men who prioritize their families overwhelmingly spend 90% of their income on their family. Okay? So all the money coming to you, what's the problem? I don't get what the problem is. Where are we at here? She trying to not have sex with me every day. Every day she wake up. How am I going to avoid? You know, you wives have been part of the problem too. You don't own my body. All right. I don't owe you sex. They literally get married and they say you don't own them. And I'm literally like, not according to the state. Mm. The state says I own you. The state says I'm the authority. The state says I'm taking care of you and babysitting your ass. You don't own my body. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, let's get, let's get this straight. If I don't own you, you support yourself. <laughs> the paperwork says, and the paperwork always says, the paper, the paperwork also says that in, in the event that we get a divorce, I still got to pay and support you at least partially while the government supports you partially. So I still got to partially pay for something that I'm not getting back. It's a horrible deal. Marriage is a disgraceful deal. <laughs> it's a disgraceful. Anyway, shout out to Caitlin says, I prefer having never called women gold diggers. I Wait, I personally have never called women gold diggers because as much as women want to talk about being independent and making their own money, they still want a man that makes money themselves like they did before feminism. He says, plus women still want men who make more than them, up to 56% to be exact. And that's according to the data. Feminism has never made any sense. I don't think gold digger is a proper definition for a majority of women who want male providers. Now, there are gold diggers and there are apex predators. However, sometimes, sometimes, I, I, I'm, I, I cringe saying this. Sometimes y'all want gold diggers. Sometimes y'all want it. More than you want these feminized, uh, feminist um, uh, career women. And and the, the worst of the worst are the women who have horrible careers, disgraceful careers that are never going to bring anything that is actually worth. For her to go to work, it costs you money. Now, that is the most egregious of the women out here. I, I don't understand that woman at all. That woman is actually a complete turnoff to me. Like she goes to work, she slaves, she barely makes it, she's barely struggling, she doesn't raise your kids, and you basically on a loop, you basically on a struggle loop your entire life. And then she arguing about 50-50 chores. I think that's a disgrace. She keeping track, she come up, I did six more chores than you today, and you did six chores. She never gives you credit for the shit that you do. Those women are dangerous out here. Those women are dangerous. They make like $2,500 a month. You make $4,000 a month. And she keeping tracks of who doing things around the house, except for cleaning the gutters, lawnmower, uh, mowing the lawn, cutting the leaves down. She's tracking everything inside the house, not anything outside the house. 
not many times you carry the grocery bags in. She doesn't carry the equal amount of grocery bags from your Subaru into the house. She's only counting how many grocery bags she empties. Like, mm. bitch, I carried in eight grocery bags. You carried in two. Okay, you emptied eight. I emptied two. We equal. <laughs> like, she not counting any time that you water the lawn. You pay Hector and Ramondo for landscaping. How many times you painted the house? She don't count. She don't count none of that shit. How many? How many times you filled the gas up? How many times did you pull up to the gas station and you jumped out the car and filled up the gas? How many? Ladies, count this. How many times have I we pulled up to the gas station and I jumped out and pumped gas? I'm going to tell you it's probably 95% of the time that I did that. That don't count? How many times have I checked the oil? How many times have I took the car into Jiffy Lube and or got the tires changed? How many times have I done that shit? That don't count? You talking about 50-50 chores. See, those people are absolutely dis disgraced because they're arguing from a child's perspective. <laughs> these people are these people are leeches and parasites at best. I avoid women like that altogether because they're not keeping score accurately. They're not keeping a fair score. How many times did I swat the fly? How many times did I have I knocked the bumblebee away? How many times have I done shit? Take out the trash. <laughs> How many times have I done all of these things? It's actually a disgrace. They should not be keeping score. They keep score and it's the bad scoreboard. It's like having um it's it's like having the worst officials of all time. I did all of these things and I did all of these things. What are you whining about? Disgraceful. Those women are a waste. All right, cuz you're going to find yourself wasting time arguing with that woman. <laughs> like what? Mm. Like you wasting your whole life and your whole breath. Shout out the plumber. To pilot in the building. I'm rich, bitch. Super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. Plumber to pilot says I'm almost 40 coach and you just blew up my hope strategy with these facts and statistics. All right. Um, 40 year old men, you should be trying to marry very young women. Do not marry an old woman. And I say old, I mean older than 35. Do not marry. Do you're going to worst mistake of your life. And there's no such thing as women using you for money. You guys got to start changing your mindset. Again, you guys want to be the breadwinners. You want to have say, but then you say the woman's using you for money and she's only with you for money. Like, what is it? You're not going to get it keeping women in check and being a broke ninja. She eventually going to jump from you. I'm just shout out to uh, Deadly Ellie. Other than Gator Bait, check out the other bait, which is zipper bait. Leaving your zip zipper open to see which broad is checking out your junk when they point it out. Ah, that's a waste of time. All right. I don't care about none of that. I don't care about women that look at me. I don't, I don't really give a shit. When I go outside, I ain't walking by women. Did she look? Did she? I don't really care. Because I know all I got to do is get on my phone. Boop, boop. Can you come over at 830? Okay, sure. Okay, daddy. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Shout out to the Loud pockets. Uh, put that in your purse, Kochi. Shout out to you. Him says you spit facts plus save lives. Keep going, brothers. Shout out to you. Shout out to you. It's crazy, Coach. Clap cheeks. 
All right, yeah, chasing women is like, dude, chasing women is, I don't know, I don't know, man. I don't get it, man. Like, y'all be out here chasing women around. I get it when you're like sub 27. If you're 27 and younger, 25 and younger, I get why you would do something like that. It's still a tremendous waste of time. But I don't understand. Once you get past 27, you're at 28. What the hell are you doing with your time? I don't get it. It's the, it's, it's the, it has an adverse effect to your life. And let's just get this straight. As we're preaching today and you're still listening, shout out to you. Hit the like button if you're still listening. Let's just get this one thing straight. All people's prime years are in their 20s. Do not let me go on the rant about these young children still being 22, 24, 28. Men, your prime building years are in your 20s. Women, your prime selection years, mate selection years are in your 20s. So, men, what you're going to become at 40 starts when you're in your 20s. So, that is your prime earning years in your 40s. That's not your prime years. Your prime years when you have vigor, energy, strength, and all of that is in your 20s. Your prime earning years are in your 40s. Your prime lifestyle years, your prime years where you enjoy life, is in your 40s, but that is a result of what you did in your 20s. You see what I'm talking about? So when people say prime years are in your 40s, that's a result of what you did in your 20s. It's not that you woke up at 41 and got started. So we really have to understand what we're trying to teach men. Oh, wait until your prime years when you're 40. No, don't wait until your prime years in your 40s. You got to start doing it in your 20s. In your 30s, then your prime years are going to be in your 40s. That's how it works for men. We enjoy life in our 40s. It is a prime years. We have more money at it. We have access. We have a better. We have a better strategy where we can deal with women younger and older. But it don't start at 40. It starts at 40 because of what you did in your 20s and 30s. It starts at 40 because of what you did in your 20s and 30s. So let's start teaching men that shit now. Because y'all couldn't have got nothing done if you started at 40. You see what I mean? You understand now. Do you get it? You're not going to get shit starting at 40. <laughs> right? So tell these men right. Your 20s and 30s are important. For you to enjoy 40, you got to make good decisions in your 20s and 30s. So your prime is really 20s and 30s. 20, that's where your prime building years are. If you screw up your 20s and 30s, guess what you're going to be doing in your 40s? Your 40s is going to be fucked up. <laughs> right, facts. Shout out to Gabriel. Gabriel says, salute. Coach, one thing about yesterday that you said to avoid is to go to court. The mother of my kids extended child support to 21, counting that my younger is 16. If she does that with him too, okay, all right. I still have five more years of child support, but if I protest, that might try to raise. They might try to raise it, counting that I make two times. Or this is not. This is incomplete. You're making me look crazy out here. You says I make times more. You make how many times more? Then when I was taken to court, what is your opinion? Child support is theft. 
That's my opinion. But yeah, if you can test it, you're going to be in a Hunter Biden situation. So not only is she going to get the extension, she's also going to get the raise in child support. I'm going to tell you, don't go back. I'm going to tell you, don't go back. This is what happens when y'all be sending me. This is what happens when y'all send me paragraphs. This shit is not proofwritten. All right. But you're going to self-snitch trying to fight, and then you're going to get screwed. So, guys, here's what we have to understand. This is another mindset that we have to look at. We made decisions to get married and procreate in our 20s. We know the average marriage can't even make eight years. We know um, that um, we know that child support is a thing. And we get, we get into our 40s and 50s, finally get off child support, which tells us our prime years, our mistakes that we make in our 20s and 30s, can come back to haunt us all the way until we're 50. All the way into our 50s. This is an example of what I just talked about. What you do in your 20s and 30s counts, gentlemen. If you have a if you make bad decisions, especially with women in your 20s and 30s, it's going to affect you into your 50s. 50s. And with that being said, this is why I don't encourage remarriage for divorcees, especially men. Because what you'll do is you'll get divorced in your 30s. You'll get married in your 20s. Get divorced in your 30s. You'll get remarried again. Highly likely to get divorced again. Your kids, your first kids, set of kids, will see you get divorced twice before 18. Your second set of kids will keep you on child support until you're 60. This is the likely scenario. This is not, well, well, maybe not. And maybe if you pick right, this is the likely scenario, <laughs> right? Mm. This is what's po- probably going to happen to about a 70% chance. That includes the divorce rate of second marriages, which is in the 63%, right? This is the likely scenario. Like you're gambling, uh, you're betting against this. You have better odds of wiping the table clean in Las Vegas at the blackjack table than the scenario of second marriage, second kids. You have a better chance of winning a million dollars at the blackjack table at the Aria in the goddamn MGM Grand. You got a better chance of wiping the table clean on a weekend in Vegas than that. Right, because the odds on Vegas tables is fifty three percent. Basically, they got a slightly better chance than you, and you still get torn up. <laughs> you still get your ass kicked, and they barely got a slight advantage. You, on the other hand, got a horrible advantage. You got a horrible disadvantage. You're severely disadvantaged to making that work. So you're going to get your clock clean. Um, Where are we at here? The Jimmy ZTT, white coach out here trying to ruin marriage. Shout out to the coach gang in America. Appreciate you, brother. (laughs) All right, we got, uh, where are we at here? We got, uh, it's Cypher. Cypher says control self. They don't listen, just deal with it. He says, uh, thanks, Coach G. Women don't listen. Modern women do not listen. Actually, try to get a woman to listen to you right now. Is there a woman listening to you right now? Okay. 
Watch this. Especially if you don't have leverage. If there's a woman in the room and she can't hear you, you're listening to me on headphones sniggling. I want you to do this. Get your woman. Call her name. Vanessa. Tell Vanessa to come sit down next to you. I bet you she going to buck like a donkey. She going to sit there like a donkey and not even make a move. She going to stop and stare at your ass. Hey, Vanessa, hey, come right here and sit right here. Nine out of 10 of them going to stop, look at you and say, what? Why? Why you, what you, what you want? <laughs> Just started from the rip. They ain't listening. Going to give you attitude. Huh? Why? What? I'm in the middle of something. <laughs> Somebody says, I wouldn't do this. She ain't going to do shit. She already ready to buck against you. Guys, this is what marriage, this is what marriage is. This is what the majority of marriage is. Everything you say, she, she doesn't trust you anymore. She doesn't love you. No, I mean, she don't love you like that no more. She just along for the ride. If you have a woman that says, she, the immediate response, hey, Vanessa, come right here. Okay, daddy. That's what it should be. But she already bucking. Most of your women already bucking on that. You could be walking across the street. You could be, she could be walking down the street about to get across the intersection, about to get ran over by a car. You could scream down the, 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 the street. Hey, Vanessa, stop. Her ass will keep walking, turn around and look at your ass and get hit. Before she stops and listens to you. This is the condition of the long-term relationship. <laughs> right now that's the majority of women she'll get ran over by that car before she listens to what you gotta say mm. <laughs> so yeah when you out here like y'all man yo i'm gonna keep my woman in no absolutely not they're in the condition already to not obey you not listen to anything you got to say not stop and this so i'm gonna get to Vimo in a minute thank you brothers and i got last couple super chats Test it out right now. Test it out. Test it out. Ask her anything. She ain't doing shit. She ain't going to stop and do it. She's not going to stop and do it. And for a variety of reasons. But much of it is because she ain't listening to you. She's not listening to your direction. She's not listening to any of your influence. She don't believe anything you say. She don't trust it. If they aren't like that, I don't know why you're married to her. <laughs> I don't know. If she's not like that, I don't know why you're married. Hey, can you go check the door real quick? You could be busy and occupied. Hey, can you check the door? I think somebody's knocking. You heard somebody knocking? I didn't ask you, did I hear somebody knocking? Can you go check the door? They won't do it. Why? Why can't you check the door? I didn't hear nobody knocking. That's an example. <laughs> <laughs> That's an example. They rebelling against you from the rip. You can't even get off the, you can't even get off the schneid to get her ass moving in the direction you need her moving. <laughs> you can't even get her moving in the direction you need her moving in an efficient, quick way without her mistrusting your information. Please. I'm telling you, man, they in the spirit of Jezebel. And if there's any women listening to me, check your own relationship. 
Y'all doing this shit on a daily basis and wondering why your man won't do what you need that man to do in your life. This is what you look like every day of your life. This is how you react to your man every day in your life. This is how you treat your man every day in your life. You guys are like mules out here. And we're constantly trying to drag your stubborn ass across the finish line. And you think you're helping men? You think you're in a good marriage? <laughs> Come on. You want your man to initiate and take the lead? Forget it. Forget it. Every day I got to put up with this shit with you. Every day I got to negotiate which direction we're going. Absolutely not. And if anybody thinks I'm lying, you're crazy. And these look, say, yeah, and listen to their manager and their boss all the time. Yes, boss. They jumping right to their boss. Aye, aye, boss. Whatever you want, boss. Anyway. Somebody says even the dogs listen better. 100%. Ladies, if you're in a marriage, in a relationship, and your shit ain't going the way it's going, it's because you are stubborn. Facts. You don't listen. And you don't listen every day of your life. You don't listen. And you're wedding. You're talking about men don't listen? You don't listen to shit that this man tells you. And then when he gets into the spirit, when he gets into the spirit of not leading you anymore, and you wonder why he doesn't lead, well... Take a look at not him, but take a look at. And that's you. It's you. You don't listen. And I don't have the energy for this shit. Just to let you know, I put my energy like I can do things faster myself than to try to convince you to do it. Mm. I'll do it without the headache, without the, the talk back, without the rebellious spirit of Lilith and Jezebel, without the negotiation in bad faith negotiation, without the stubbornness without the disrespect, without the mistrust, without the ability to not take instructions, with me potentially headed for self-destruction because you don't listen. You don't want to listen to me on a daily basis. I'm not going to destroy my life to be loyal and have allegiance to a person like this. And unfortunately, this is the majority of people in America. Absolutely not. This is why I tell you, free agent lifestyle. Once you go free, you realize Money, energy, attention, and time. Money, energy, attention, and time. My attention, my energy is not going to be applied to a rebellious person. I don't care if we're talking about women, family members, children, or any of those things. You come in the spirit of rebellious, rebelliousness, I'm not going to have you a part of my life. It's That's what it is. And I'm not going to convince you. I'm not going to convince you of it. I'm going to give you two or three opportunities. Once you exhibit rebellious, rebellious spirit, you're out. You're out of here. Now, I don't care if you got a peace lead between your legs. I don't give a shit. I can buy the Panani for a very low investment. I can go get it. <laughs> he said, did you say family? Family too. Family is included. They're out of there. When you appear this way, you're the weirdo in society. When you appear this way, people think you're weird. They're like, what's wrong with you? Why? Because I don't want to be out here taking donkeys and mules, strapping them to my back, doing the majority of the back-breaking work, taking the most risk, the most sacrifice, breaking my back, sacrificing, risking, not getting any respect, 
treated inhumanely, treated like a government mule myself because I don't want to put up with it. I'm the bad guy. It's ridiculous. Shout out to New World Evolution 2030 in the building. New, 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 new world order. We got no government name. I thought about the L.A. Strags in Vegas and chose Dallas because of the women straight up. Hey, look, I understand that. I understand that. Um, if it was a different time, I would have chose Dallas. It was down to Dallas and Vegas for me. I chose Vegas. I'm happy in Vegas for now. But um, Dallas definitely has the better selection. And everybody around the SMU University, SMU University, I would have been eating it up. Shout out to Macaroni Tony. You flipped the script. Great setup today. He says no perfect solution. I take the career-driven hen. Why? Because at least I know the hen can listen when motivated. All right. Here we go right here. Somebody said, where's the cash app? It's on the screen. The notorious dollar sign, the notorious CGA. Shout out to Glenn Beck. Says happy fourth. We got Justin O. Happy fourth coach. He says was out with my French Juco yesterday. She had a game ninja approach her. She shot him down like a bad habit. Juco is undefeated. Mm. Oh, man, don't worry about rejection. Guys, Jermaine says, shout out to the free agent lifestyle and for life. (laughs) The New World Evolution 2030 says, talk about Grant and Elena Cardone's marriage in business. Do you think that if two people have a purpose bigger than themselves, that marriage can work? Yes. Yep. Marriage is, to me, is, is going to, with a good marriage, let's just make, let's just be honest. With a good marriage, you can become unstoppable in the world. Okay. New, 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 new world order. I missed some super chats. Did I get Aiden Biden still uh, stop the Lord? Okay, I did that already. <laughs> All right. With a proper marriage, you can become unstoppable in this world. And I think Elena Cardone and Grant Cardone, I'm not in their personal business, but they've explained. Elena Gardone did not see Grant as the winner. He, she was, he, he was a temporary option. Then she saw his ambitions and hustle. She didn't choose Grant first. She admit that. They admit that. She didn't like that he was shorter. She didn't, she didn't think he was anything. She chose them. He at, happened to be very ambitious. She stuck around. They could be, I don't know what they have. But to me, marriage is a business. Right. I think marriage is a business before anything. And I would get in a business marriage before I get in a romantic marriage. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it was all bad for all intents and purposes. And to me, shout out to Grant Cardone. His story is not over. (laughs) Right. He got a lot of wiggle room here. And I think the story of Grant Cardone is a developing story. All right. I'd be curious to see where this goes. He has a lot of good information, some information you don't want to follow. I'm irresisted to see. His story is certainly not over, brothers. All right, this marriage is, is, is not, like, you can't define his marriage for where it stands at the most. Shout out to Loud Pocket says, Hector and Raimundo are my cousin's name, LOL, and I know that. Uh, I knew that. Shout out to Cam says, the foundation ninjas, for the foundation ninjas in the building. All right, and then I'm almost done. 
and then we y'all can get to the barbecue. Soldier for God says women can't serve two masters. They will choose work. All right. I often say that they can't choose two masters. Right. A man can serve multiple people. Right. We, we have the ability to serve multiple people, multiple people, because most of the time we know what it is. So we can have an allegiance to our boss. We can have allegiance to a woman. We can have allegiance to our kids and we can tend to have allegiance to our side chicks and anybody else. We know how to compartmentalize these people. Many times these people don't overlap in our lives. So we can say my boss fits in this. I love my boss because he pays me. This is a different type of love. I love my boss, my wife, because she supports me, trusts me, and she sucks me off from time to time. I love my kids because they are a part of me. They're more a part of me than my wife. I love my kids. I'm going to support them and do what I can best for them. I love my side chick because she gave me that great. I love my family. I love my mother. These are different kind of loves. A woman can't love like this. She will let people bleed over in love. She will use love as an excuse. She will lose love for her kids when a new man enters her life. Yes, she will. Package deal. If she has a husband, if she falls in love with another man, she can't ride this shit out for 12, 14, 15 years. It's very rare. A man can keep a whole side chick for an entire marriage. And that woman will be over there, right? She'll be over there. You never coming over here. I love my wife. <laughs> so I've talked about love and somebody mentioned the Greeks figured this out long. Yep. So the Greeks have a system of love and they call it eros, which is romantic love. They have a playful love. They have a love for familia, family love. They have a business structure love. They have a love for their extended family. They have a love for life. They have a love for things. In America, we mix all these loves together. So I've actually done a stream where I said, I don't believe in love. And some jackass said, well, you don't love your kids? See? <laughs> That's how stupid people are that I have to deal with. That's how dumb people are. That's what I got to deal with out here. When I say love in America, I'm not talking about familial love. I'm not talking about the love of my kids. I'm talking about romantic love. Everybody should know that. But of course, you got jackasses out here trying to troll. It's crazy. And Greeks have boys for love, love for boys too. So anyway, they have the love for God. There's various, various types of love. But in America, for the woman, all love is a reason to fall out of love with who they previously loved. A new man enters the picture. A new man does better. This is hypergamy monkey branching. They will love that guy and turn off the love for the last guy. They cannot love simultaneously. They cannot. They cannot love two people simultaneously. They cannot work for a boss and appreciate and trust and love their boss and then come home to their husband and have the same appreciation. They can't do it. It's impossible. Ladies, it's impossible. They can't do it. <laughs> they can only serve one master. <laughs> right, anyway. All right. They can't do it. This is what's happening to the world. It's not just their fault, but that's one of the things happening. 
They love their career. They're they're basically saying, I don't, I, I want to be selfish. They love them. And by the way, they're only trust, they're only loyal to one thing and one thing only. And everybody knows that. Shout out to Carlos says Beyonce understood that. She chose well. Shout out to Jigga. Another example of Beyonce's. I did a show on Beyonce's lyrics. I've taken some thing here. They're only loyal to one thing. We can be loyal to many. We can be loyal to our friends and all that shit. They're loyal to one thing and one thing only. And that is, somebody mentioned it, they're loyal to their feelings. Their feelings will guide their life, their entire life. Men don't work this way, so we have to understand this here. We're not here for hate or love of women. We're here for understanding. They're loyal to their feelings, how they feel today. Well, I loved you five years ago. I don't love you no more. I feel that I don't love you no more. <laughs> and that's the way it's going to be. I feel like I don't want you to be the father of my kids anymore. So I feel like I'm going to take your ass to child support. <laughs> I'm feeling down. I'm feeling depressed. I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling happy. I'm feeling loved. I'm feeling unloved. My love tank is emptied. I feel like I like this new guy giving me attention. I feel like I don't want to give you no sex. I feel like I want sex for you today. I feel like eating. I feel like I don't want to eat. <laughs> right? That's how they operate. I feel that you don't like me. Okay, can you prove that I don't like you? No, nope, but I feel like it. So this is their loyalty. This is where it's going to be. And you're never going to trump her feelings. You're never going to trump them. You are, Her, on the other hand, she can trump your feelings. Because even if you don't feel a certain way about her, you'll still have sex with her. Even if you don't feel a certain way, you'll still support her. Even if you don't feel a certain way, you'll still stay by her. You'll be like, I hate this broad. You'll still be there paying the bills. <laughs> I hate this woman. Damn, she get on my nerves. All right, but I'll still be down for her. <laughs> right? You still go do everything you can to do what you need to do. Well, I feel you'd be like, damn, but society gonna penalize me if I leave her. Damn, I feel like she's getting fat, but I gotta stay back by her. <laughs> stay by her, right? This is what they do. And mostly that's because we know the social implications of not supporting a woman that you have an association with. The social implications, the court of public opinion. Since there's 2,300 people here cumulatively, I'm going to keep talking, Ninja. <laughs> I still got 2,000 people here. We're going to keep it going, Ninja. The social implication of a man dumping a woman that it was his baby mama, wife, sister, mom, daughter is way too high a penalty to pay. So we don't love her no more. We don't like her. She's rebelling. We can't dump her. We can't get rid of her. We can't send her ass back to the streets. Do you understand? So that alone keeps men in marriages. Your man in your marriage don't love you no more. He cheating on you probably. He hates your guts. He hates looking at your stomach, looking like balled up homework. He hates you. He hates the, he hates the sound of your voice. He hates the way you look. But guess what? He's still going to be there because the social implications are way too high for him to dump your ass. Okay. Mm. 
He gonna pay a penalty. He gonna pay a penalty hit through his family, his friends, his children, the family court, the police, the ATF, the CIA, the AB- FBI, SWAT. <laughs> right? He he ain't gonna leave. He gonna stick right there. So he ain't staying there because he loves you. He's staying there because he don't want to get hung. He's staying here because half of the friends going to abandon him when he dumps you. He's staying because he can't see his children no more if he leaves. He's staying because he got he to gotta move out of his house. He's staying because he got to pay her alimony and child support for the rest of her life. You see, that's why men stay. So the feelings, the feelings aren't why a man is there. Neither is the sex. The The reason why he's there is because logically he like, damn. <laughs> yeah, you see what I'm talking about? So men aren't loyal to feelings. Men are loyal to what's going to happen to him. What's the overall effect? How people are going to treat him. And people treat men poorly. That's why we have something called the deadbeat daddy. The deadbeat daddy, a man can still pay over and above his contribution and it still not be recognized by the child's mother, the courts, and society. And he can still be a deadbeat daddy. He can still be a deadbeat daddy. He can have the receipts. He could have paid X, Y, and Z. And the courts would say, but you didn't pay us, so you're a deadbeat. That's how cold the game is for men. And you're like, well, I gave her money. Uh, look up the case of, and I've already done a video, of Eddie Curry. Eddie Curry, he was a basketball player. He actually gave the woman checks in cash over a million dollars for a decade. The woman kept the son from him. Only when the child support was going to run out did she send the son. And the kid was already a gangbanger by then. Well, allegedly in trouble. He's already in trouble. At 17, she sends the kid to, to the father. Then she takes the father to court, Eddie Curry, and says he paid me no money the entire time. And she went back retroactively a decade plus Despite the fact that he says he gave her millions of dollars. And she took them back. And the court said the money you gave her was a gift. Congratulations. But you're a deadbeat here. So you owe us millions. You owe the courts millions. And then we'll pay this drag afterwards. And you're telling me. You're telling me. Child support is fair. He had the receipts. And it was like, no, you didn't pay us. See, child support is not to the mother. Who is child support to? I did a whole episode of this. Who is child support to? Who do you pay child support to? He had the receipts. When you realize what the system is, you don't pay the mother child support. Who do you pay child support to? Not even the child. You pay child support to the state. The state represents the child. The mother brings the case forward for the child to the state. You pay the government first. Then the government gives the money for the woman for the benefit of the child. 
So the system is who you pay. And the system said you didn't pay us. Therefore, you are deadbeat. When we understand we can operate without emotion and understand how to navigate what this is. Child support is not for the mother. It is not the mother's money. She sues on behalf of your child for not supporting. And she uses the state to do so. And the state says you owe us money and will distribute it to this straggle daggle for the benefit of the child. But the mother doesn't have to produce any receipts of how much of this money has gone to the child. You know why? The government don't care. The government wants their cut. That's what's working. They want their cut. They don't give a shit what she does with the money, which tells you they don't care if you're supporting the child. They just want their money. When you understand it, you can understand what it's about. Yes, right here. Him, daddy. If they really cared, they would actually care if the money's going to the child, but they don't. In fact, there's a greater benefit for that child to be a screw up in society to the state than actually that child becoming someone as a result of the money that you gave them. Let me give you an example. If the kid becomes a, 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 a shithead, a no good kid, that kid's going to come back to juvenile court, highly likely. That kid is going to be a ward of the state. That kid is eventually going to be a prisoner. That kid is going to go prison, school to prison pipeline. That kid is going to be a derelict. That kid is going to tear shit up so these people can get voted in to the office. They don't care about your kids. They own them kids, and it's in their best interest that they keep control of that kid into adulthood. Whether that kid is a, a, a university student, a prisoner on the chain gang, a welfare recipient. I mean, they profit from this shit. A drug dealer, they're going to get this free labor back. They're going to get this shit back. They don't want your kid to be successful. It harms them when their kids are successful. There's a greater harm that they don't use the system. So they want your kid, your daughter, to be a future child support recipient and get knocked up by Pookie. They want your kid to be out here robbing people so they can throw their ass in jail. Okay. And anybody who wants to say different, speak up and speak up, put money behind it and prove me wrong. Speak up and put money behind it and prove me wrong. But the data and the info shows that I'm right. This shit is definitely have a disastrous effect rather than it has a positive effect. These systems and gentlemen in your early, your late teens and your early 20s and into your 30s, you're going to be exposed to this through love through romance, through marriage. That's how they get the shit rolling. If men aren't getting married, if men aren't loving, if men aren't attaching, if men aren't procreating, guess what happens to the system? It crumbles. Guess what happens to the Why am I demonetized? Why is this channel going to take a year to get 100,000 subs? Why? Because I'm telling you this truth. I'm telling you what the game is. <laughs> if you got women that aren't baby mamas and they out here out here being 304 selling punani and not getting married, what's going to happen to the system? 
They can't benefit from 304s. They can't benefit from women selling punani. They can't benefit from that system. They want y'all to get them knocked up. They want you to get married. If they got women out here being independent, the only thing that's going to happen is these women going to be dependent on the system. They depend on the government. So that's their only future. They actually encourage that. Okay, yeah, yeah, be independent. Go on out there. And then they're going to hit the wall at 3540. And then they're going what? Clamoring at benefits. Voting in Joe Biden. Voting in Joe Biden. And these straggle daggles thought Joe Biden was going to cancel their loan. The shit is outrageously funny to me now. They ran to the voting booth. They cheated their ass off. Now they get socialism. As long as your kids are separated from the father, you get socialism. As long as your kids don't have a family structure, you get socialism. As long as you have people dependent on the government system, you get socialism. You get dependence. And this is your freedom paperwork here on the July 4th. Okay? is If you're operating in logic, if you're operating in, in understanding, you can't, you'll beat the system. <laughs> you'll beat the system. But as long as y'all goofy asses still playing the same game, chasing the cheese, chasing the cheese, mousetrap, ninja. <laughs> you get caught up. Mousetrap. I'm going to chase the booty, coach. I'm going to be the man. I'm going to be the Mac. I'm going to be Casanova. I'm going to have the girls. I'm going to be the man. I'm going to be the, I'm going to pimp these. I'm, and then you end up being a poor pimp. You end up getting a human trafficking violation. Have your monkey ass in jail. <laughs> like, how many pimps make it out? No, I don't want to hear some of these goofy pimps y'all see. The biggest pimp supposedly in the world got human trafficking charge going on right now. And I called this out about two years ago. Pimping dead. Pimp is dead. You're getting a human trafficking job, Poe Pimping. That's what you get in pimping. That's what you get. You're getting a human. And I said this two years ago before any of this shit happened. Okay, I didn't say who it was, but I said human trafficking is what you're going to get trying to be a pimp. <laughs> it's what you're going to get. Mm. All right, guys, let's aspire to be things bigger than that. Shout out to Demon Deacon. OG Pretty Thug says, Coach, in here with the realest. He says, Coach, the realest in the game. All right, he says, I got caught in none of these traps and saw them a while away. He says, have full custody of both my, is it exes? I don't know what that means. Um, and he says, my children, both of my children, but that is the exception. He gets even funnier since uh, when I watched him with the light bulb in the dark room when he started. Indeed. Thank you, brother. Shout out to y'all. Chat with Fairbanks says, a, law, a lawyer schooled me to common law and the bar, the public courts are actually privately owned. We haven't been under constitution for over 130 years. Um, Do we want to go down that rabbit hole? If I had 2,000 people around me, we can go through that rabbit hole. Chadwick, you're, you're actually opening up a big rabbit hole there. Um, Because remember, this red pill stuff is not about women. We can actually bring more people in because... The, your primary, guys, your primary issue in life, I can guarantee you is women. It's surrounded by women, meaning you're trying to get women. You have a bad woman in your life, okay? You have a lazy woman. You have an aggressive woman. You have a woman that doesn't listen. You have a woman that's costing you money. 
That's just an unfortunate state of manhood. We're weak to women, and then we give women all our power. This is actually against the Bible. Your primary issue is your association with women. That's what leads us down a lot of other things that cause us problems. So then we got the family court, and we're like, oh, the family court's causing us problems. Okay, but listen, the rabbit hole is that. I don't even want to go through, go through it, but and, uh, uh, we've been against Woodrow Wilson. I'm not going to go into it. New, 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 new world order. But if you follow, if you follow the steps, I'm not going to do this. People are going to be depressed. <laughs> All right. People are going to be far too depressed. I've been talking about this and I know people, you know, people think I don't know what I'm talking about. I love history. Nah, I'm not going to do it. Hey, man, just live your life. I'm not, I'm, I take too many things away from you. I take too many things away from you. I don't want you to go into life. You, you guys are supposed to be clueless. You guys are supposed to be clueless. Absolutely clueless, right? And, you know, a lot of, a lot of women are absolutely clueless about what, how things work. And sometimes you want them to be clueless. Sometimes they have no clue. Um, yeah. The way things have worked, is that if you understand, if you understand, he says, no coach, he says, drop the game. Go back. I, I'm going to, I'm going to let you do your work. I'm going to let you do your work. Go back and look at the introduction of social security, social security numbers, birth certificates, go back to when those were introduced. And that's just a starting point. We were born in a time where birth certificates and social security numbers are our norm. That's our norm, right? We we're, we think that's normal. We think that's what it's supposed to be. But, but when you go back there, it's going to start to take you further back, right? But that's going to be, you just start right there. Start right there if you want it and then go back and then understand where we are, who warned us of where we're going to go, why they told us not to go this way, who led us to go this way. It goes deeper. And a lot of you guys, I'm already talking over your head already, but now this is just too much. This is too much. And some people don't want this type of red pill. You don't want this type of red pill. You don't want this. You want me to just say marriage is dying, don't date. So I stick here with the normies. I stick here and say, you know, because I actually was what you call, quote unquote, red pill. I've been like this skeptical for a long time, even before marriage. And even I knew this before marriage, right? I knew what marriage was before I rolled the dice and lost. But I was already skeptical about way more other things before I got to this space. This is why. I'm a little bit further down the line thinking I'm open-minded with this being said, with this being said, you have to investigate further about what is real and what is not. What, what is what, why we do things and why we don't the power of documentation, the power of documentation, for instance, a birth control. I mean, a birth certificate, what does that mean? Why? Why, if you sign it, you can be 
subjugated to the family court system and the laws. And so why, if you don't sign it, you're not subjugated. You don't have authority. You don't have parentage. They've, they've, they've defined all of these things. They've defined them specifically. They have family law books and codes that are libraries deep. But what they do is they slip a paper under to you and says, do you want to marry this woman? And your dumb ass says, yes. And you agree to the family law system. You agree to a library of books that you haven't read. You agree to the social security system and you agree to any children you produce out of that belongs to the state. And you do this through a birth certificate. Belongs to the federal by a social security number. Your parentage means nothing. You're babysitting your kids. But listen, let me stop. And if you don't know that's true. If you said to your kids, stay home from school for two weeks, what would happen? What would happen? Because you signed a birth certificate. You have parentage over your kids. Pay rentage. If you did not send your kids to school for two weeks, what would happen? You will go to jail. The state will tell you, send your kids to school, and they will tell you what schools you can send your kids to. Why do they have that power? Well, if you investigate that, you will find the answer. Some of you guys don't want to. Why can CPS walk into your house? Remove your kids from you. Why? Because they're CPS. Who gives them the authority to be able to do that? Once you do this investigation, you will figure out who owns your kids, who your pay rent is to. This is goes deeper. This goes deeper than that. It, it, it's way deeper than the child support system is messed up. <laughs> who gave them the authority to run into my house and take my kids and remove So it's what, yep, you gave them the authority. You submitted to them. Marriage license, birth certificate. You submitted to this. You This is what you agreed to. They give you a little certificate and you signed it. You agreed to it. When you get a state marriage license, this is what you agree to. You agree for them to tell you how to dice up your parentage. You get 85%, you get weekends. You agree to that well before it even happened. But this goes a little bit too much. That's why I just give you the basics. The basics is enough. If I just tell you dating is weird. <laughs> if I just tell you 304s, celibates, I can keep you. I can attract you. I can keep. But if I was on here talking about the, mer the birth certificate, nobody would know. Nobody would have a clue. It would be too much for you to get. This is the stuff that you would need to invest in. Y'all don't pay me enough to put myself and my life on the line. Okay. New, 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 new world order. You don't pay me enough for this. And yes, did I know this beforehand? Before I got married? Yes. People always think. People always think that I learned and I got a red pill when I got married. No, I already knew what I was getting into and I rolled the dice. And I learned the system from. My ex keep dragging me to court. One of the best things she did 
for you is for her to keep exposing me to the court. Um, if any, and if anybody was smart, they would tell her to stop taking me. But every time I go, sometimes I lose. Mostly I win, but I learn every single time. I learn every single time. So I'm like, expose me to this so I can talk about how these lawyers act. Expose me to this so I can see how these other baby mamas act. Expose me to this so I can see how these judges act. Expose me to this so I can see how child support is treating you. You guys are giving me info that I then turn and go, I'm going to tell everybody, <laughs> all right? Snitching. New, 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 new world order. All right? So God bless her. And then, of course, I get the right books. <laughs> I get to monetize the experience. I get the right books in the future. I get to tell. I'm like, good. I get to see how these crooked people operate. And I get to tell you, hey, man, it's it's cold out there. <laughs> it's an evil world we live All in. All right, but again, I be putting myself on the line for this. Keep taking me because I keep seeing inside the places that you can't see. And this is one of the reasons I'm the best of the best. Don't get it twisted. I'm the best thing going in this space. That's why they call me the king of kings. Okay, I seen things that nobody I seen things that the majority of these red pillars ain't even seen. All they doing is repeating and regurgitating what people like me and others have said. They don't know shit. Especially the female content creators. They don't know a damn thing. Nothing. Shout out to some of them I support, but they know nothing. They ain't been to all sides. I've been from pillar to post. When I talk, that means I've seen it. I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it and regurgitate it. I'm not talking about theories. I'm talking about what is. Even these Mac dudes ain't never been married and divorced or married and never divorced. They can't tell you nothing. They can't tell you nothing. Even our brother, the lead attorney, the lead attorney knows. The lead attorney knows that I know what I'm talking about. He can't come over here. He disagrees with me about one thing. And we can have that discussion. But he knows I know what I'm talking about. He knows I ain't lying. <laughs> he knows what's up. And they this show is dependent on the support of you because I get no support everywhere, anywhere else. And YouTube does not pay me. They don't push this message across. They stop this. They stifle it. They do what's best to keep this message here. Anyway. John Williams says Sheets is it who was Sheets? Sheets doing one point. Uh, I guess that's a dollar, a dollar and seventy seven per gallon a day. Who is Sheets? I don't know what that is, but he says people are almost getting into accidents because the line is going out of the busy state street. So I guess that's a gas station. The normies wasting time just to save a buck. Happy Fourth of July, coach. So that's a gas station. Sheets. Okay, so there's a dollar seventy-seven per gallon today. Here's the thing: I don't understand why people sit at gas stations and save money on gas. I don't get that. Y'all ninjas will be sitting in the line at a gas station for hours, putting in gas that's gonna clog up your engine. Shout out to. Chadwick says, NWR understands universal law of free will and consent. Devil can't violate free will. Therefore, everything is a ruse to get your consent. 
You got to consent. So um, consent is a big deal. Your signature is powerful. Really appreciate what your signature can do. Read and understand what is. And if you don't hire someone that does, because signing birth certificates and this has great implications on your life, think about it before you do it. It's a big old powerful tool. Rob Sawyer says U.S. is a corporation. Your birth certificate is a document that validated your lifelong employment. And he says you don't and won't own anything, including your kids. This might be too heavy for people. <laughs> this might too be. It. But I gave you examples of showing you innocently how your ownership of your kids could be usurped by. I would call it like a. it's kind of like eminent domain. Everybody knows this. This is not a secret. This is not conspiracy. This is well known. So if they want to remove your parentage, they can. Simple. It's simple. It's simple. You do something to get your kids removed. You leave your kids overnight and you went out partying. Removed. You divorce. Removed. <laughs> right. They can take you from your kids like that. You could have a bad day removed. Okay. Why can't they do? Why can't they do that? You got to study that. Please study that and then you'll figure out what's going on and it will take you. It will take you further in understanding what is and what isn't. All right. But if they didn't have any control over your kids, they couldn't do it. They couldn't walk in your house and say, I'm from CPS. I'm going to take your kids from you. If there was no truth in what I'm telling you, they would have no power to do that. All right, but, you know, there was a pastor, you know, and then, oh, man, how much time we got left? Y'all still want something? Yeah, Mar maritime admiralty law. All right, um, admiralty law, maritime law. One more thing. <laughs> this is why. Why does in the education system teach you these things wouldn't it be good for men to know about this going in when do you learn about this when you get divorced you spend 12 13 years in the educational system and learn none of this you don't learn about property taxes you don't learn how to balance your bank account you don't learn about bank interest rates you barely learn about them things they got you distracted doing um parallelograms and geometry and shit like this. They don't tell you this. They don't educate you of any of this. You go to the army, you'll serve a full four years and know nothing about this. Why do you think <laughs> that they not telling you about this? They had plenty of time. They had eight hours a day for 13 years and 265 teaching days. Why do you think that they're distracting you with all this stuff? Not distracting you. Why do you think they're introducing you to this? There's another reason why. They want to see if you actually can provide something of value to the society. There's a great reason why. To be an employee. Why do you think they got y'all with these phones in y'all hands? Why do you think, you know, this is where it gets dangerous for me. Why do they think they got y'all watching football? And I'm not saying it's even e evil. I'm just saying. Why do they got y'all watching the Kardashians? And Real Housewives of Atlanta. And all of these goddamn, um, these twerking ass straggle daggles. Like Spicy Red. 
and um all of the why did they think they got y'all looking at that shit all the day all the time why did they think they got you watching for that submarine to come uh come up from the the bottoms of the damn deep blue sea oh i hope they don't run out of oxygen <laughs> right Instead of sitting down going, let me read about this. They got y'all looking at this shit all day. And conversating about it. And talking about it and thinking about it. If you went to Rome, I went to Rome on a mission, not for Punani. This is what I put in my book, The Free Agent Lifestyle. Travel for knowledge and understanding and to reward yourself for the hard work, not for sex. People who travel for sex. I, I'm not going to endorse that. People who travel for life, wise, I'm not going to endorse that. Travel to learn. When I went to Rome, I stood in the Colosseum. In the Colosseum, they broke it down that this is how you get control of the minds of the people, and that is to give them bread and circus. One of the early leaders in the senates and the leaders, how did they control their population? It's through bread and circus. I sat there in the Colosseum when the guy told me that, looking up at the statue and the carving of the individual who came up with it. One of the reasons for the Colosseum is to get the masses in there to distract them to what they were doing on the outside. And they did everything. They fed Christians to the lions. They provided you with gladiators and warriors. Elon Musk and the Facebook guy, they, they entertained you. They gave you chariot races. <laughs> Is this too much? Is this too up? He says, he said, that's from gladiator, not a true statement. It's absolutely true. Documented. It's not from a movie. Ninjas think is everything's from a movie. All right, Gladiator was actually historically inaccurate. Okay, the Gladiator movie was literally historically inaccurate. I actually read it, and then a person told me when I was on the tour in the Coliseum. That's true. I don't, haven't even seen the movie Gladiator to even know, but it is what it is. But I've read that that's the case. All right, he says not true like that. All right. Gladiator movie is historically inaccurate, but you'll go with it. You'll go with it. I got a couple more super chats. Trey says, thanks for working on the fourth. Indeed. And yes, they were naked, literally naked. All right. Getting lions eaten off their balls. That's true. <laughs> all right. All right. Shout out to uh, Cam says for Foundation Ninja. He says, I think that's what you say. Shaquem. David says, love hurts, coach. I prefer sex. Happy fourth. I love that. Love hurts. I prefer sex. And we do have to talk about men not wanting to be exposed to emotional. Um, they don't want to be hurt out here. So we can talk about that. There's a lot of men that are avoiding being hurt. And they're not only avoiding being hurt emotionally, they're avoiding being hurt financially. And any woman that actually I'm going to talk about the narcissist. There's a two lawyers that talked about prenups. We should bring TLA on this one. They talked about prenups and 
how narcissist women gaslight you into not signing prenups. I'm going to have to find the clip, but we'll play it for you for your education purposes alone. All right, but while you're watching the Super Bowl, work is being done behind the scenes, and everybody knows. Have you looked at a sports structure? We're going to go to four hours. Have you looked at sports structure? What, what does the sports season do? And by the way, sports seasons are a fairly new concept. I know it seems like they're old, but sports seasons are a fairly new concept. It really didn't really take hold into our society until the 80s, the 1980s. Before that, these sports leagues didn't have that much power. The NBA was powerless before 1980. The NFL was not even the primary watch sports. Major League Baseball was the king of sports. Now, take a look at the sports structure. If you're a sports fan, you can never have a day off, okay? So, you know how it goes. The boys of summer or all day the baseball players playing baseball. They go from April to October. Right when baseball starts, your team started uh, getting eliminated from the playoffs. All the teams start sucking and you lose attention. Here come football. Here come football. Right there in August and September, they start training camp and all of that shit, contract negotiation, trades, free agents. And then you start watching, oh, my team, we going to be good this year and your team going to suck again next year. All right, but here they come. You got hope. We're going to go undefeated. We're going to win the championship. Boom. Now they got your ass in green, college and or pro. Now you watching and watching, watching. Right when your team starts sucking and start off 0-6, basketball starts. It come to basketball teams, and they starting to open up. My team going to win this year. The Lakers going to be good. And you start watching and watching and watching. Now, simultaneously, during the fall, all three sports are running. World Series, baseball, hockey starts coming in, basketball, and football. They're simultaneously running. It's one of the greatest times as a sports athlete, uh, fan, but you're really watched. What do you think's happening with the economy? What do you think's happening with – they got your ass distracted, okay? They got you up. You ain't paying attention to nothing, okay? Then baseball ends. Then you're going into um, the the winter season, and these sports that have your attention was created for participation during the winter. Before our brother who created basketball, (laughs) why am I missing his name? James Naismith invented basketball primarily because they needed an indoor winter sport. And they needed a sport in the winter for people to do. Primarily girls. Primarily women. Young girls. They gave, they made a sport for girls to play. So the primary target of basketball was winter indoor sports and girls. Primarily. And then boys started playing it. And then all of a sudden, then all of a sudden, we have an indoor sport that didn't even become popular in America until 1980. It didn't even become popular for decades. People kind of watched it and was like, eh. Until Ninja started jumping all over the damn rim. All right. And then it became popular and marketable. But these sports now have your attention because you're indoors. It's dark outside. They got your ass watching the TV. And it's cold outside. Basketball season starts to taper off. They got the final four. Then right after the Final Four, the NBA playoffs. 
Then right after the NBA playoffs, baseball starts to start up. <laughs> and that's at the Super Bowl. Super Bowl is going to follow up in the winter, January, February. Then the NCAA tournament. Then the NBA playoffs. Then back to baseball. <laughs> okay. Mm. You ain't got a week off. <laughs> and Oh, hockey. And then hockey. So hockey simultaneously with the NBA playoffs. So you in this loop. Then they throw in Formula One, NASCAR, horse racing, the Kentucky Derby. All right. Then they throw in all of this shit right here. Gambling now is going to even get you more distracted. So there's a lot of stuff going on. And these things keep you in a loop. I don't want to say, I'm not going to say, yes, World Cup. I'm not going to say that I'm against it because I enjoy sports. I've been, sports have been a part of my life. But this yeah, UFC, the big boxing match. You're constantly being, even if you had a lot of money, it's in, it's hard for you to even support everything, right? It's hard for you to even support and participate. So you kind of got to pick your lane and have one or two or three of these things. But yeah, they got you hooked. They got you hooked. So when do you have time to look up maritime law? <laughs> when do you have time to look up what does a birth certificate mean? When do you have time to hold your wife in masculine frame? When do you have time to get to get check on your kids and making sure they do your homework? When do you have time to make sure your kids don't rebel? When do you have time? Then people talking about free pornography, video game. When do you have time to create a family? When do you have time to look at what the politicians are doing? When do you have time? To figure out what is the meaning of this and investigate. When do you have time to get some sleep? Think about it. When do you have time to study the Bible? When do you when do you have time to get your family together and have dinner? <laughs> All right, anyway. When do you have time to read the Constitution? When do you have time to listen to a presidential candidate speech without someone chopping out 20 seconds of their speech? And saying this is what Biden represents. This is what Trump represents. Nobody watches Trump's speech. Nobody watches Biden's speech. If I don't like Biden, all of my feed is going to be filled with Biden stumbling, stammering, falling, and, and sounding ignorant. If I don't like Trump, all of the Trump speech is going to be taken down in 20 seconds in a soundbite, making him sound like a complete idiot. And bread and circus, stop. It's a myth. <laughs> right. And we ain't talking. Yeah, the World Wrestling Federation. It's you guys got to understand, like, you don't have time to do your due diligence anymore. At all. Yeah, them full speeches be ours. Uh, shout out to let me get to the rest of these, man, because we're really, really going hardcore today. Shout out to Jermaine, says, CGA, you're a blessing, bro. He says, nothing but love in the coach gang. For the coach gang, we here. All right, Lucas says, free agent lifestyle for life. We back. Rob Sawyer says, pay rent. A person that pays and monitors the kid, the certificate will allow the overlords to borrow on behalf of the employee for future earnings. I mean, I, I don't want to go too deep in that, but that's that's um something we've experienced uh, recently. Charleston Phoenix, shout out to you. T-Ma says, Kayonda, is it scientifically proven that ninjas are biologically superior 
How is it that our greatest athletes of all time are from the community? Shout out to Judge Mathis. Um, I think there's certain people that are definitely have an advantage in certain things. Um, I don't want to sound racist by going and saying biologically superior. I would say musculature, agility. Um, I don't think it's I don't think it is that they're great. All of them are greater as a whole, but you're going to find that if you took a subsection of people and say, all right, this sport emphasizes running fast, jumping, <laughs> jumping and moving laterally quicker. Some people are definitely going to be have a significant advantage. If you said let's run for 15 miles, some people are going to have a different biological superiority. Like the difference between anaerobic capacity and aerobic capacity. This is why Michael Phelps can swim up and down. Number one, he has a advantage just by being exposed to the pool in great amounts. And then you say, which one of y'all going to be able to stay up under this water for longer? Have a biological advantage to have lung capacity and aerobic capacity versus anaerobic. This is going to be a whole different, that's a whole ball game. So certain sports benefits certain people genetically. So to say that the ninjas are biologically superior, not in all cases, but if you're saying who's willing to, you also have to say class as well, class. So for instance, if I come from a rich area, I'm not going to run and crash my brain into people to make it out of the hood. But if I'm poor, I'm going to run and collide at 30 miles an hour over and over again to make it out of the hood. So there's that. <laughs> okay, so why aren't there more white people playing football? Number one, they're not willing to run and collide at people to make it out of the hood. They'll say, I'll take up lacrosse, less collisions. I'll take up tennis, golf, swimming, water polo. So there's that. <laughs> Why don't you see more people playing basketball? Well, these people can afford a full hockey set of gear. I can afford ice skates. I can afford equipment. I can afford to go uh, pay the ice skate rental fee. And I can run up and down on ice skates. Ninjas can't really do that at great amounts. <laughs> so I'm over here. You're over there playing a, a sport that only requires a basketball. You don't even need a bucket half the time to play basketball. You can shoot that ball against the wall. You can dribble. You can do it. You, you don't even need nothing but the ball. You don't need a field. You don't need a court. So there's a lot of that going on as well. So where do people put their attention? I mean, I could do more than just play a ball. I can, I can play baseball where I can get the catcher's mitt, the mitt, the baseball, the bat. So why are more people, white people at the golf club? They can afford the large-ass golf fees. You cannot. So there's a lot going on there. He says, you can't play defensive back, coach. He said, they can't play defensive back. You can't cover. Okay. There's people in Miami and Florida. They chase rabbits for as a kid. Suburban kid doesn't chase rabbits as kids. All right. So if a kid is five years old chasing rabbits for hobbies because they ain't got nothing else to do because their mothers are strung out on drugs and this white kid has a suburban, <laughs> right? He don't have to chase rabbits. He can play in a little organized structure playground with safety and security where everybody wears helmets and mothers are looking at them. Don't touch that. Don't do that. Well, guess what? 
Mm. Yeah, white folks are going to liable to shoot that rabbit as opposed to running, try to grab, grab him with their hands. So there is a lot going on there. I don't want to just say biological superiority, but there are some people that are preconditioned for anaerobic. And there's some people that are conditioned for aerobic exercise. Like you'll see the same type of people, body shape too. What is your body shape? Um, you know, I, you could be black, but you could be shaped like a marble. You're not going to be good at basketball, not to play the league, <laughs> not to play the league. You might be able to be MVP at the 7-Eleven team or the church league. Uh, but anyway, hey, dude, there's some people, there's some people in the hood that could possibly make the Olympics and win the gold medal in gymnastics right now with three weeks of practice. And they will be all of these kids that have been running, playing gymnastics for since they were five years old. There's a ninja in the hood right now that can win the Olympics. Guess what? Wasn't exposed to it. It wasn't cool enough to pursue. Their parents couldn't afford it. And they didn't have the discipline. Think about that. Their environment was like, nah, man, you going to gymnastics, Sean? Nah, man, you crazy, Sean. And so he in the hood doing pull-ups on the damn on the damn uh, stoplight. And he doing flips in a circle like this on the stoplight, like this. And they recording it. He on Instagram going viral twice in his life. <laughs> right? What is that? What do you call that? <laughs> Nah, because he didn't want to wear the leotard. He didn't want to wear the leotard, Sean. I ain't wearing that leotard, Sean. Or his parents are like, nah, I ain't taking you to gymnastics practice. And he didn't cultivate that environment. They didn't support that. They didn't have the money. They was cracked out. They was distracted. They were both working two jobs. And their parents got in an argument, asked to take little Jamal's ass to gymnastics practice. And how were they going to afford it? So it's not simply a case of biological or genetic superiority and whatnot. But it is what it is. But I think about that shit all the time. I watch videos and I'm like, this person should have been. This person should have been here. But culture, community, family, the structure around us. Whether you cool or not will dictate where you go. <laughs> it's crazy. All right. I got still some super chat. Shout out to Eugene says, coach, if you're going to take down. Wait, if you're going to coach, if you're going to tone down for the normies then please consider a second show where you go hardcore. You know I pay for that. If you want, I'm a truth lover. I'm actually going to do this on another platform. El Santo says, uh, tell us about Woodrow Wilson, coach. Do it. <laughs> he says, free agent lifestyle for life. New, 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 new world order. Hey, man, some of these presidents you don't know about did us in, in a major way. What do we got? El Santo says, shout out to the coach. Go. He says, happy 4th of July. Rent is due. Your rent's due, motherfucker. All right, shout out to Kevin Sullivan, says paying tuition coach. He says, let me get that train yang. Pause. Train yang. All right, did I get Paul? I did get Paul. Let me check this, and I'm going to check over here. Yeah, man, so, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but uh, study, remember I tell you guys, I give you a little bit of, uh, what do they call it, breadcrumbs. Study the movie, the documentary, that other people have suggested, but I've already suggested years ago. The men who built America. The men who built America. Now, some goofball tried to say, well, you stole that from this guy. I already watched it and suggested it. 
Stop saying I stole something when you're just watching me new. All right. Trust me. They probably heard it from me before you heard it from me. And vice versa. The men who built America. Watch it. You're going to learn. You're going to think it's going to make you go, damn. Now, you're going to be bored to death. And then if you can't handle it and it's boring, you're not going to get it. But the men who built America is one of the movies that make you go, damn, because it's going to start making you think they're going to drop some shit in your on your head. The men who built America. And and you're going to go, wait a minute. <laughs> start thinking and you're going to be like, wow, dude. And so then I go, do we have this situation today? We have it now. So when they talk about Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos and Mark Zuckerberg, these are the new them. These are the new them. All right. If you know, you know. So then when you conspiracy theories will make. Right. You'll understand why the education system is who has the power, who had the money. What was it worth? How much influence they had over politics? Blah, 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 blah. How they got sued. And you'll understand how they broke up monopolies. You're going to understand a lot, but a lot of guys don't have the interest or the attention span for this, so you'll be forever blind. But it is what it is. You'll be forever blind. But it is what it is. And they're not going to come out and say, this is conspiracy and this is how they did this. They're not going to come out and say it. You got to read between the lines. (laughs) You got to read between the lines. You got to take the info and go. Take the info and go. They're just going to give you so much. They, they give you the info. You're going to take it. You're going to go. They're not just going to come out flat out and be like, this is this. Anyway. All right. You got to take the info and say, what do what does this mean? And what does this mean for this? And Anyway. They ain't, they ain't ready. Shout out to Leonards. <laughs> We're just going to call you that, LD. We'll call you LD. I messed up. He says, uh, thanks for sticking around longer. That was some good game. Shout out to you. Messed you up. All right. Let me see here. Thank you, man. Thank you, brothers here. Uh, let me check here the last one. Yeah, they give Easter eggs. They just give you something else for you to look at. And then you go, okay, well, what does that mean? And then you go over there. And then you look. There's going to be one one that they give you. They're going to give you a one classic Easter egg in which Andrew Carnegie, as they pronounce it in the in the movie. But, you know, him as Andrew Carnegie and J.P. Morgan. They give you a beef that they had. They were they were um, they were competitors. They were competitors and there was a great drive. You'll learn about philanthropy, too. You'll learn about why there's so much philanthropy. That's a whole Easter egg. The competition for billionaires being philanthropic. And if you don't know, that's that's a huge Easter egg, right? You could go down a whole hole on that one. But they tell you that their beef culminated. Their beef culminated in this agreement. This agreement where they were lethal competitors, they actually were responsible for the great race for electricity. Their lethal competition produced an allegiance and this allegiance did one thing right 
and we were talking about it earlier. The allegiance allowed them to get a president elected. And it was funded by them. This is according to the film, but you can actually go. This allowed them to get a one of the biggest puppet presidents of all time. And he was brought up earlier. Do your own due diligence. <laughs> right. I ain't, I, listen, other than that, I I'm out. No, these normies ain't ready, man. <laughs> they talked about the influence of getting puppets as presidents, right? Uh, it, 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 they go into it, the power, look into it, do your own due diligence. Way too deep. So then you look at the political, <laughs> he says, I'm going too far. Hey, look, it's on the movie. It's on the documentary. It's on the documentary. But then you say, okay, what is this landscape in now? What is the landscape here now? Look into it. You guys watch, man. Do your, do, do your due diligence. Now, do your own homework. Do your own homework. Do your own homework. And watch the film. And it's a series. It's a series that takes you down. Um, it's a series that, that takes you through the men who built America. You know, the most powerful, most richest men in our country. And their influence over the Industrial Revolution, right? Which we lived the Industrial Revolution until the 2000s. All right, the two to two thousand. So, uh, up until then, we now in the digital revolution, and then we're in a different type of revolution. So, um, look at the industrial revolution. We've been educated to be in an industrial revolution. Look at it. All right. Uh, anyway, uh, let me see here. Uh, plumber to pilot. Shout out to you. I got to get out of here, man. My son's like, I'm hungry in here. Where are we at? All right. He says, I knew I was screwed with my ex-wife when I didn't want to fill out the paperwork to get my kids SSI number. He says, we even had this talk before we had kids. And she said she was in agreement with me and then turned on me right after the kids were born, a.k.a. the bait and switch. All right. And he says they were even going to take me out in handcuffs. Yep. So that's the bait and switch. So you had an agreement. This can be as simple as giving your kids shots to go to school. Before you have kids, you can say, I want my kids to go to private school. I don't want them to take certain shots. I don't want them to go down this track. You can say this for your own reasons. She can support it. When the kids come, she can change her mind. She can say, no, I want them to go to public school. I want to go back to work. I want to give them every single shot that's available by every doctor. No questions asked. I'm going to keep it moving. All right. This is what can happen to you when you get married. She's down for you until those kids come. So be careful with this. This is something that surprises a lot of men. And then when you get into it, you get angry and you don't search for the right answers. Right. But the bait and switch is real. That's a bait and switch. PJ throwaway. Don't forget about uh, Jekyll Island coach and LOL for that. Mr. Angel Machine says, Gorge Kid took over, laying off 40% of the Gorge. If you know who Gorge is, we call him Gorge or Sorge. He says, laying off 40% of the workers. And if anybody thought 
that that was going to be the end once he's the end. You're wrong. Anyway. Shout out to you, brothers, man. Thank you for the support. And you see why I am who I am. And do your homework out here. You guys got plenty of homework assignments. And go do them. Plumber the planet says, yes, she did. She did that with everyone on those decisions you just mentioned. Private school was the last straw, and then we divorced. Shout out to you, brothers, man. And hit the like button on the way out. New, 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 new world order. And we out of here, brothers. We'll see you tomorrow. Hopefully. Peace. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs, and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in, and that's it. And put the PIN number, and boom, money just comes right out.